Welcome to Save It For The Podcast. I am your host, Damo. Nick B, Barrel, AB, and TJ aren't here today. I got some special guests in the building. Three, of, Two of my favorite couples and my wife. So from left to wife, I mean left to right, I'm going to have them introduce themselves and tell them, tell y'all a little bit about themselves. My name is Brandon Gant. I, um, me and my wife both were business owners. I'll let her tell you a little bit about a, a little bit about one of our businesses, and then I'll come back and tell you about the other one. Okay, I'm Jasmine Gant, <laughs> um, wife to Brandon Gant. We have um, the GrowingGants.com is our blog. That's where we do a lot of motivational speaking for couples, encouragement, um, lifestyle habits, and changes. Um, so we do everything on the GrowingGants.com and on Instagram. Yes, um, and we also have a gym. I am a huge fitness enthusiast. I'm a personal trainer and a gym owner. Mad Fit Personal Training Studio. I do um, group classes, one-on-one personal training, and also um, transformation packages. So, yeah, so online coaching. My whole philosophy is MADD, making a difference daily. Whatever I do, um, I always want to make a difference in someone's life. Um, Whether you come through the doors of my studio or I meet you out on the street, I always try to make a difference. So. And that is the Gants. The Gants. The Walkers. All right. I'm Marcus Walker. Uh, my uh, part-time job is an engineer, building what? buildings out here. <laughs> my, <laughs> my full-time job is a husband. Ooh, a way to get him. Uh, you know, that, that type of stuff. I'll let, uh, I'll let the wife talk about her, uh, her business. I'm basically the janitor there, so uh, I'm the janitor at Loose Harris. <clears throat> Okay, I'm Lisette Walker. Um, Marcus and I have been married for, it'll be seven years this year. And I'm the owner of Luke's Hair Salon, downtown Kansas City in the Crossroads. Um, and yeah, I don't know what else. That was it. That's all I got. And my beautiful wife. Amiko. Um, you don't want to know nothing about me. No, just I am the wife of Damo. All right, fellas, the first question of the day is... Uh-oh. Oh, wait, in case I forgot to let y'all know, this is the Valentine's Day special. 
So. (laughs) (laughs) So the first question of the day is, uh, fellas, how did you approach your woman? Me, I'll say initially. Yeah, I approached. Well, I had a crush on Miko in the seventh grade. But she was acting funny anyway. So I, I, I used to see her at Harold Penner's where she used to work all the time. Think she didn't know who I was. So I, no, I like shopping at Harold Penner's. Actually, I used to go up there super dusty after work and be like, damn, I don't want her to see me like this or whatever. Oh. But uh, Which, the one in the mall or the one on Bannister? The one in Landon Mall. Landon. Yeah. Oh, and I think I've seen him. All of two times. He was working and he was literally like running out. Like, I'm like. I wasn't trying to be seen <laughs> dusty. It'd be like, like right after work. Running? And it'd be like having all that dirt on me. And I remember she was super fly in middle school. So I was like, I ain't about to have her. <laughs> so how Plus, did you not work there? Because I seen you. But, so one, you. but when I seen you, first thing I seen was that ass. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even have a butt in her opinion. Yes, you did. No, I did not. She didn't have nothing, but she compared to middle school, though. You saw the potential. You saw the potential. Compared to middle school, she ain't have nothing. Yeah, you were fine. I'm like, where the hell that come from? I said, say, send my booty. I said, my booty. Now I'm trying to get rid of the booty. Shout out to Mad Fit for my training. That ain't straight up. See, you can't be getting rid of If you got any kind of training that's built around getting rid of booty, chill. Don't do that. That's my thing right there. I just appreciate the shout out. I ain't talking about getting rid of no booties. Every other day it's, are you doing squats? Uh, Yeah. Need them squats. But anyway, uh, I really, I didn't never approach her or help Penners anyway, because, you know, I didn't have that kind of confidence. But when I, I'm not an approacher anyway. You know what I mean? I've never been like a Mac or nothing like that. I thought it was corny. But if I sit down with you or whatever, I can talk to you, speak the truth. And you should love me or like me out for that. I'm mm-hmm. trying to spit. So when I, uh, <laughs> so how I uh, ended up, and this is for people who think you can't find love in the DMs. Oh. Oh. How I, uh, <laughs> this is true. How I uh, originally, my boy Jelani at work said, "Damn, you see that nigga Scuggs' cousin?" And I seen her. I was like, "That's Miko or whatever." <laughs> I said, "I'm gonna holler at her in a DM." And, I didn't think she was going to respond. She responded and then... Ah, rat. (laughs) (laughs) She a rat. Straight rat. rat. (laughs) Straight rat. Why is that rat? How else was he going to reach out to her? (laughs) You can't respond to the DM. I really didn't. (laughs) You think I'm going to ask her cousin for her number and she just going to give it to me? True. Exactly. So that's my thing about people saying you can't like... uh, You shouldn't approach somebody in their DMs or something. How else are you going to approach them if you never see them? Like, yeah. are you just hoping you're going to spec- this Kansas City, man. You, <laughs> right, you don't run into everybody. We all go to the same club, the same places to eat. <laughs> he should Demo, Demo, what year? Nothing wrong what year with the we DM. Talk- so you're talking about DM, Instagram, Facebook? What well, year? It is, wasn't, this is Facebook. I Facebook? just call okay. everything okay. a DM, DM anyway. Okay. But uh, it was 2011. The end of 2011. Mm-hmm. The very end. Or was it the beginning of 2012? It might have been the beginning of 2012. So set the stage. So seventh grade, and this your first time seeing a picture of her since then? Since seventh grade. He no, didn't even I would know see we her. were friends on Facebook. I That's, didn't know. He didn't even know that we uh-huh. were friends. Boy, it was just accepting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't accepting care. I just friends. accepted No, he requested me. I don't request <laughs> niggas on social media. Uh, <laughs> And now you see why I didn't approach her. She accepted that. She accepted that friend request, though. She did accept. I did accept. So, from from her even like being willing to like 
date, I mean, go on a date off a nigga coming in her inbox. From right there, I seen, okay, she a little down to earth. So, how about you, Walkers? I mean, Gantz. Gantz first. Repeat the question again. <laughs> how did you approach her, or did she approach you? Oh, man, that's what was yeah, the? She, I did not approach him. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get into it. Man, I'm trying to remember. That was, what, maybe 12 years ago? It was a long time. It was a long time. So, so we met in high school. Approach, approach. Your cousin said it. Yeah, tell, tell her. She, she's going to tell <laughs> the story. <laughs> she, she knows the story better than me because I, or Vail. you know. Vail. Yeah. So what, see, what had happened was, no. Um, so his other cousin liked me, thought I was attractive. So the other cousin sent Chevelle over to talk to me. But she just pointed to, you know, Chevelle doesn't ne- always have like a specific plan. She, she just like to it's gonna area. work. Like, <laughs> she just go, it was a group of guys, it was all her cousins, and then it was some other guys. She goes, that dude over there likes you. So she just points. So, <laughs> so the first <laughs> right. So the first guy I see that turns and looks in What's the section smiling was Brandon. Uh, <laughs> that beautiful in my teeth. All yeah. 2010, he's smiling all big. She goes, Do you like him? And I'm like, yeah, he cute. Well, it Brandon was not the cousin she was supposed to be trying to set me up with. He was supposed <laughs> to be the other cousin. So eventually we figured that out real quick and we had some problems with that cousin for a while, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm still my guy though, still my guy. I'm try I'm trying to think about the initial approach. You know, one one move that I remember making because we saw each other all the time in school. You get what I'm saying? Um I don't remember the 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 first time I met her, but when I made that move, we was Leaving lunch, we're walking in the back hallway. So I'm gonna set the stage. We're walking in the back hallway. <laughs> the lights was dim, so I, you know, you know. So no, nah, no, nah, the lights, you know, in the open gym. In the open gym, gym lights was on, but the back hallway lights was dim. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, right. And music was playing. So perfect setup for me to make my move, right? <laughs> so, so back in high school, Jazz is what is lip gloss, right? Y'all probably wore lip gloss too, Lissette, mm-hmm. Miko. Right, I'm talking about shining though, shining, <laughs> popping. You little with the fruit. Yeah, oh yeah. I think she had on like watermelon or something today. <laughs> so anyways, the lip gloss was popping and so she she walked me to class <laughs> through after lunch and um and I was like, hey, she walked away a little bit. I was like, hey, let me let me get some of that lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> Mark is laughing at me like I'm corny. Nah, that's, no, that's no, actually no. fly. Hey, let me tell you how no, I said it though, Mark. That. If me, anybody like it, Marcus like it. Let me tell you how I said it. I said, let me, get some of, hey, let me get some of that lip gloss. And she looked back at me. She looked back at me and she was like, come get it. Ooh, jazz, okay. Okay. I said, all right. <laughs> So I went and got that kiss. I remember making that movement, but I don't remember approaching her on any, you know, on anything. You ain't got All the other 50,000 times after that, he just blew up my cell phone. Pretty much. That's that's probably better than an approach anyway. I like that. All right, Mr. Ratchet. (laughs) And I was back in KC for a little bit, and my sister was like, hey, my my homegirl think you cute. And I was like... Oh, okay, well, let me see a picture of her. She was like, let me see a picture of her. I said, no, I said, let me see a picture of her. And so she just went looking on her, like, Facebook page and going through, like, all these pictures. And I'm like, can I see the picture? She's like, nah, nah, I got, I got to get a good one. I'm like, yeah, that's a real I'm like, hold up, man. I can't just, you, you can't just give me a good picture? Nah, got to be best So, uh, so finally, uh, we came across the picture, and um, I'm like, oh, yeah, she, she cute. 
she cute. And she's like, but Marcus, she ain't like them other girls. You know, you, you can't treat them like, she cute. I mean, that's it. I mean, yeah, she cute. She's like, okay, okay. So then I guess fast forward, um, I used to like throwing parties and stuff at my house uh, like we do now. Mm-hmm. And so um, I shot her a text like, hey, you want to come through? No, that's not how it went. <laughs> uh, see? No. I, I thought it was my time, but... Yeah, yeah. It's your time, but that's not how it went. Let you told inject. your sister to tell me to come through. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. I... Yeah, so I didn't do the DM. Details, right. So, details. details matter, because yes, I didn't go to that party. <laughs> because she was trying to be difficult. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, Damo, you know how it is. We have a good time at the house parties. You know, She's got the music, got uh, the drinks. Got that ring, though. But... <laughs> <laughs> but she don't want to come through to the party. Okay, so all of that is true, except so I I went to college with his um with his sister and his cousin. I was real close to him and I did their hair and everything. And so I seen him. They always talked about him. Oh, my brother Marcus, my cousin Marcus, blah blah blah, because he lived out of town. I was town. just doing my own thing. <laughs> so basically she reached out to me. No, I did not. <laughs> so he lived out of town. So I had went to um to his sister's wedding, and I, and I was like, who was the guy that was walking with my other sister-in-law, Candy? And I was like, oh, that was Marcus. I was like, that's your brother Marcus you're always talking about? I'm like, oh, he's so cute. So I would jokingly be like, oh, that's my husband. Hey, sister. I would call him sisters and be joking about it. But um, so, yeah, he said during this party, he's, he told his sister to tell me to come to the party. So I told his sister, if he wants me to come to his party, he's going to have to invite me himself. Uh-huh. And so, how whack is that? That is not whack. <laughs> that was me inviting her. No, nah. like you said, how am I going to get in touch with her? Nah. How am I going to see her? That was, I didn't have the contact. Oh uh, well, so I didn't have her contact at the time. Uh, this was all. This invite. was all. Hey, my my home girl, think you cute? Okay, well tell her to come through to the party. So could the girl have gave him the number? I t- I told her she could. Would you, would, she and then, had, and then, had you got the number, would you have hit her? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this, this was all part of the communication. But I knew some backstory of the party. Now, this so. is where it gets kind of sketchy. Yeah, well, because, you know, his parties, he's a bachelor. You know, he's in his house and he's kicking it, whatever. What I'm not going. Because I don't, I'm not going to be, like, there for him. You know, it's gonna be like. Oh, you're there to have a good time. But it's gonna be like other random chicks there. (laughs) So you didn't have a good time. You didn't go to the party, right? I didn't go to the party. She didn't come. I didn't go. Cause she. she And then he invited me to another party, and I didn't go to that one either. Because I knew I didn't want it. I'm so glad I didn't because I knew I didn't want to be. I didn't want to start off with him in that setting. You know, I didn't want to start off in that setting. So. I, I wasn't what setting? What's kicking it with all the chicks? No, from we're, before we're all kicking it together. Yeah, was no. y'all the honeys in there? See where she going? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to that party. Right. Boy, bye. So, <laughs> but anyway. So then, okay. So after that, he kept my number, and he tried to be slick. He sent me this. What you send me? A chain message or whatever. Sent uh, I sent her one of them little, you know, yeah, them, little them, little, funny, them little funny forwards. forwards. Oh, okay, okay. Nah. I think he probably sent it to like five girls. I probably. knew you was about to say. <laughs> But it was a little flirty forward, so I, I responded to it, and then we started texting like about it, and we text, we talked to each other every, every day after that. That's how that 
went down. <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> the real story. <laughs> Marcus was like, whatever. <laughs> That's the real story. So do y'all remember y'all first date? Ladies, do you remember the first date? Oh, yeah. yeah. I do. Not really. He was late. Of course, he's been late. <laughs> first date. Last date. It don't late. count with you, Miko. You always on time. Yeah, yeah first this is true. She's always early. He but was late. Get wait, wait. Give me the some credit. The first day he was late. The second day he was super late. So, I don't like, even remember so the third day. <laughs> I'm like, right, we'll explain that first date then. Uh, after, the first after he showed up, what's carnival. up? Uh, he showed up. We went to uh, Kobe's downtown, and um, oh, I lived downtown at the time, so it wasn't nothing for me to just go around the corner. So he was coming up the hill, and I honked at him. <laughs> I honked at him, and he looked. So I parked or whatever, and we um, had dinner. And he had this teddy bear. He, I guess, Kimry had gave it to him. Brought gifts. He brought me a teddy bear. Kimry gave it. He said, "My daughter." Well, he he probably lied on Kimry. So my that teddy bear you did. You stole a teddy, teddy bear, bear. from Kimry to give to me. He he said, said, I used to buy Kimry her own bear. He, bear. Said, he said that Kimry told him to give me this teddy bear. Oh, okay. You gotta okay. remember that. that. I thought you oh. said Kimry. No. I took it from Kimry. No, Kimry. I didn't some say you right took it. Nah, I said let, that, let me finish. Yeah, let that's me some, finish. That's some points right there. Yeah, that's so, and I still got that teddy bear. Oh, and I sprayed my cologne all on it. Yeah, And then he told me he wasn't even gonna text me the next day. I had to text him. Hold up, hold up. He told you he was? I told you that? No, I Usually you him. just don't no. do it. After you text him. I text him and was like, I had fun. He was like, oh, well, it wasn't like right after okay. the day. It was like when we was kind of like in there. He was like, I wasn't even going to text you. I was like, how rude. Because you, you know how when we, you, I don't know how it was like, for y'all. Like you but didn't for, even like the date or something? Like, I nah. would have felt like, you you know, like, if I wouldn't have texted him, we probably wouldn't be sitting here. That was his way of playing the game. He said, yeah. I'm not texting. You know what? Because yeah. it always seemed like we super thirsty or we over aggressive right. when we text him first. So when you text cool. me back, I know that you, I mean, when you text first, I know that you enjoyed yourself. I don't, I'm always the type that don't want to feel like I'm bothering somebody. Right. So I'm, I'm not. That ain't but me. But you told her up front. See, no, I may have told her afterwards, like she said. Yeah, it wasn't like that I didn't that tell day. her I'm not texting you. No, so no, you no, no, text no, no, me. not up front. It I was probably like a few months. He was like, yeah, because I, it, some, I, I, somehow, I I he was just like, that. yeah, because I wasn't going to text you at right after. And I was like, damn. Oh, okay, okay. No, nah, it wasn't like that or <laughs> nothing, like, you know. Just with you texting first, let me know you was interested. Yeah. Dude's always interested in getting the butt or something like that. So, we always ready. <laughs> That's just rude, man. That's we just always rude. Ready. But we have fun. He said one of the things, what did you say I said to you? He said something like, I, he wanted a Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper. And I was like, well, order a damn Dr. Pepper or something. Yeah, so just right and after he, that. He's I, like, ah, oh, man. I like her. Well, yeah, like, her mouth. Like, from the first date, I felt <laughs> like. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, crazy. First date, first I felt date like, and it sounds stupid, I felt like. This is probably it right here. This is to me. Because I said, order the damn Dr. Just Pepper. Just off some like, little stuff like that. And then, like, and then, and then, I don't know if you ever worry before you go on a date, like, damn, what am I going to say? Yeah. She talked the whole time. So <laughs> I, I was just sliding in, <laughs> like, just giving her the interested. Yeah. I wasn't even interested. Hella interested. Oh, I would have talked to you again. I, yeah, that's Well, I'm shit, you wasn't going to text me if no, I didn't text saying. you. Now, eventually, I would. It probably would have been like three days later, but. I probably would have been on another date three days Y'all later. Never heard, well, I mean, right. we were single, so. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's but what you do. y'all never heard nobody say you shouldn't text somebody like right yeah. after. 
Right. So well, that I was the you thing. the next day. Well, it's different. No, you it's, a it woman. shouldn't be. I'm not about uh, to be like. But that's not that's not common for women. Well, please. That's not know, common for women. I know plenty of people that waited three days and they still ain't with that person. Yeah, this is true, yeah. Brandon. That's true. It's, it's just right. all what three you said. But I thought it was funny that he was like, that stood out to him by me saying that. one little part where you said, well, get the damn Dr. Pepper then. I was like, oh, she ain't shy. She just going to be who she is. So that was cold to me. So it's little stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know why little stuff like that. One thing I don't do is go to the table being all like not me. I just, because it's going to. I'm just gonna slip out. Like and there's it, no way around it for me. The, that's why it worked out. Yeah. And that's the thing. I felt like I knew who she was yeah. from the first date. I didn't feel like she was really hiding nothing. Plus, she probably told me everything that on day. the first date. <laughs> we talk, and and I, you know, I'm at home bouncing and stuff, dancing. Yeah, dancing. that was a long date. Dancing just because she hit me up and told me I never wanted to. Like I told my, because y'all was supposed to do something after mm-hmm. you and your friends, and I was, and you told me, uh. I didn't even want to leave. I wanted to. I was like, so oh, something to quote. I was speaking. I that. It was a cool date, though. It really was. Uh, Second date, he was super late. He had me waiting at the movies for like 45 minutes. Oh, I but, was like, but the, the thing about uh, me being super late then is I'm more on time than her now. Never. Hey. You are damn lie. Don't look, at, don't look over here, Brandon. Like, I know he likes The only reason he beats me is because I got to get Montana dressed. The only reason why he's on time is because I got to get her dressed. Well, I'm still. Hey, Never. hey, hey, hey but what I got out of that is he's more on time today than he was back then. I am. Boom. No, Boom. She don't want to give me no. Hey, that's a win, bro. I hate being like that. She don't want to give me no credit for that. You don't need no. That's a win. Like, for because I. It is because I look. That's a win. That's that's the thing I know you were about is being on time. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to be on time. He does. Which, he tries. Man, this man has changed. She, she, yeah. she, 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 I'm gonna start jotting it down. I'm gonna start. He's gonna start jotting it down like he's gonna start jotting oh, me snoring. He swears I snore every night. You did last night too. Nigga, you were. You said I know. I almost went to Kimry's room. I was pissed. No, I was. Damo. But as soon as you say turn on your side, Damo. I know I was snoring. And then you didn't turn on your side because you was back on your no, damn back snoring. No, I was being snoring. stubborn. That's <laughs> your damn So together, are y'all on time or y'all late Right. We on, y'all time. we on time. We on time. Because he know when my attitude kick in, I do not like being late. I just want to get it right. So both of y'all late individually, but on, on time. No, Miko's never late. I'm never late. I'm not late Miko's individually late. no more, though. I'm never late. Anytime we shooting this podcast, anytime we shooting this podcast, I'm the first one here. Wherever I'm supposed to be, I'm always the first one there. And that's because of Miko. Better. And I credit that, <laughs> and I credit her for that. Mm-hmm. But you have exactly. to see that I'm doing that. Okay, I see what it, I'm honey. Saying. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I see true. you getting better, Damo. Good out to you. This pump. Childish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Walkers. Oh, uh, the, let's the first date. Okay. I got the question. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, really? I think yeah. We did just go yeah. on left. Y'all yeah, first date. Our first date was awesome because it took. Is that the first date? We're thinking of? <laughs> I just want you to talk because <laughs> you don't remember. Because huh? it took a long time for us to get together. I worked a lot when he met me. I used to work like a slave a lot. So yeah. I worked my full time job running a salon. I was in grad school, mm-hmm. so I never really had time. Um, so, and then he was, you had, she we had just coming back. She had time to drive back. to my house, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I lived up by the airport. Oh, stop. That, was not the first, that was the first day. But, so, so we had been on the phone. We had been talking on the phone a lot before our first date. So we felt like we knew each other. 
So it was good. So our first date, we didn't want it to end. So we went to dinner. And then we went to uh, Lucky Strike. Oh, I remember and that. And then we went to now. the club. We went to Z and Ratchet. We didn't want to end the night. We just kept on in love. If she walked in Z and yeah, the set was drinking like a soldier. I was drinking. And Marcus I was, was like, <laughs> like I was. I loved it because I was like, oh, I could be myself, and it yeah. was just so easy. Yeah. We had. We did not want to end the night, and hey, we didn't. It got we, Ratchet. Like we had <laughs> like seven. Well, don't say it like that now. Wait a minute. No, like, it we, was on the, like hey, we was on the dance floor. We were kicking it. <laughs> I can't believe how much she drank, though. You know, LaShette, lightweight. We went, we was, like she said, we had Lucky Strikes up. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Got my son back here laughing. <laughs> if y'all had the kids in the background, don't mind them. <laughs> then we, uh, everybody know clubs in. She was drinking his in all night. Not yeah, was, like all night. Okay, I was sipping my drink slow, but you can tell the we version. just didn't want to. We just didn't want to end the night. It was so much fun. That's we were dope. just so. It was just easy. That's good. We went out to eat. We was. It was. It started like seven. We didn't end until like three in the morning. Yeah. Like we were having a great time. It was nonstop. We were kicking it. That's I loved good. it. That's it was cool. fun. I remember like it was yesterday. I remember what I had on. I remember how I changed my hairline. I remember what my hair was. I remember exactly what I had on that day because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much Marcus fun. Marcus had hair when y'all first started dating, didn't he? Burly. He was holding yeah. on to it. Yeah. I was holding on to it. I was telling the bar, I was like, hey, uh, let me get that uh, all even. Just, just take it down a little bit lower just next time. Facts. <laughs> Yeah, I had, to, I had to get rid of it. I'm like, listen, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I like you bald. Yeah, let's just move That's on. That's what Miko had to do. Prep me into doing it. I was like, look, right. Damo, for your birthday, just that do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he, we had, a, they had a little set, and Damo has the same birthday. Yeah, by we the way. The same birthday. So they, uh, we had a uh, went down to the Jones, and he came in. He came in with this bald head. Oh. I was like, he did it. <laughs> I remember uh, that. Y'all yeah. don't understand, man. We That's a, a big step. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like. Y'all no going off into something else. Yeah, we right, talking right. about first dates. Y'all up here but talking still, about the ball head cool. thing and coming to grass with it. That's a big step. Big step. <laughs> Brandon, you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep this hair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I gotta get a hair piece. I'm gonna keep some hair. <laughs> oh, and he will get a hair piece. I will get me a hair piece. <laughs> <laughs> Better ask somebody. <laughs> she gonna hide it. Jazz is gonna hide it. Girl. She get mad, hide it. Hey, <laughs> how, how about the Gants? So our story is uh, pretty funny because me and Brandon separated and came back together about a million and one times. <laughs> and um, in high school, neither one of us really knew what we wanted, specifically Brandon. So we broke up in high school, and I wouldn't speak to him for like years because. Uh, Four years to be. You know, high, high school boys, <laughs> they like to dibble dabble and everything. So when We're we came exploring. back together, it was an accident. Somebody had accidentally put it. He was talking to a friend of mine is what happened on Skype. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if y'all were like talking or starting to talk or whatever yeah, the case casual, was. Just casual conversation. Hey, how's it going? How's yeah. And I had showed up at her house and they were on Skype. And I, I see them talking, and I was like, oh. and it's been four years since we broke up, but I could hold the grudge like none other. Four years. Four years. I was, four years, I was done. 
<laughs> so she was on the grudge, but I had went on with my life. I was, yeah, exactly. I, was, I, was, I had no idea that she was. On I mean, the, the thing is, it's not I like I was lost touch. But the thing is, it's not like I was thinking about you every single day. It was just like when I saw you, I was like, I don't fool with you, and kept it moving. It's not like every day I'm like, yeah, hate Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. It's that just like I didn't. It was not a part of my routine. So <laughs> I walk in. And they're Skyping, and I see him, and I'm like, and uh, he goes, oh, is that Jasmine? Like, looked all over her, and I'm like, uh-uh. And I'm telling her, like, no, oh, least, I don't want to talk to him. Really back. No, I'm saying, like, <laughs> no, no like, no I don't want to talk to him. But he kept trying to talk to me. So I think eventually I, like, sat down at the Skype, and he was talking to me, and it was just kind of, like, random conversation. He was trying to pull stuff out of me, and I was kind of like, hello, you know, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, school's great. It didn't really go like that. <laughs> How did it go? How did it go? It was like, um, do you remember Jasmine? You remember Brandon? I was like, yeah, I remember Jasmine. You was like, yeah, I remember Brandon. And then you sat down. She, you sat down. She went to the bathroom or something. You sat down and we just started talking. It wasn't. Not, yeah, it was just a, a conversation. I wasn't trying to pull it. Was nice nothing. And I wasn't pulling nothing out of you. You was giving me everything. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, he was. Anyway, no, it, was, it so, was just a casual conversation. So Skype was how we ended up talking again. Then uh-huh. after that, then we started talking to each other on Skype all the time. And he was in school in South Dakota, right? Babe, you know this. Yeah, I, I don't know why I thought something else. South Dakota, and I was in school in Oklahoma. So we just Skyped a whole bunch. Like, that was a throwback back then. No texting, no calling, just Skype. And then when we came back on a holiday, he was trying to get me to go on a date. And that's where I was really like, I'm not going on this date. I'm not going to have a good time. Like, I'm not going to be friendly. He asked me to go to Worlds of Fun. And I just just had this whole plan. Like, I sat in front of the mirror. I did my Biblical Fox. I was like, we ain't going to have fun. We ain't going to smile. We ain't going to fall in love. We're going to sit over here. And the second that I saw him at the door, I just kind of like, dang. Fell in love. I messed up. Yep, I'm lost. So How was I looking? I don't remember. He had a you had a fade back then. I came in the house. Your mom was like, "Ooh, you been working now? Looking like a bike. <laughs> he got some muscles. He was playing. Um, he was playing college football back then. So you kind of had some muscles. But we got on all the rides, and I think like going to the theme park like kind of let me let my guard down a little bit. We started talking and had a really good time. We still got photos from that. It's like eleven years ago, but we started having a good time, and I think that was like what opened the door to our friendship for us to like start a relationship way later down the line. But I, I, I would guess I would say that was the probably the best date that we had back then. Hey, y'all are Worlds of fun. That was tight. Worlds yeah. of fun. No, That's, we a, yeah. like, we That's a good day. We did. That was a cool day. We had a good time. I've, I've never went to Worlds of Fun. Brandon's bought, afraid of heights. You know how you buy pictures? You know how they take pictures mm-hmm. of you on a roller coaster? Yeah. I've never bought a picture in my life. We bought a picture True that love. night. But that day, I had time. Cause you had time, time That day, and I had money. Cause I hey, like, yeah, like, hey, let me get that picture. I don't even know what to do. I'm like, oh, let me get um, number 16. Yeah. Yeah, we still have those photos. But we, we ended up, I think, getting on the rides because he's afraid of heights and stuff. I think that, like, just kind of lets... Because you start to have fun mm-hmm. and you end up laughing. So you can't, like, fake the funk when you're having a really good time. So we yeah. ended up having a real good time after that. And no, we kicked it. We then kicked when he left, yeah. I got. I went home. I went downstairs. I took, like, one of them cute selfies. <laughs> and I sent it to him. And he was like, oh, yeah, she's mine now. <laughs> got it. Right? To stick to the dating thing. Um, I talked to a lot of young women as far as the dating their uh, relationships or whatever, and come to find out they're not cut from the traditional dating cloth. Like their idea of a good date is Netflix and chill or fire stick and chill or whatever. And I think the standard is so low 
that it, it doesn't elevate our kings or nothing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. women, what would you what do you say to women who like accept that or like how can you get a better man in your life? Cause they they often ask, how can I get Dude, they often say dudes ain't really like you though, Dominique. Like they're not made. It, but I say it's all because of what you accept though. Uh-huh. Your standards that, are too low. I just put that post on Facebook. Actually, uh, you set the standard because if you don't, the standard will set it for you. Yep. You know, and if I oh. mean, I think it's all about how a girl is raised. You know, and. If she doesn't, if she's not raised to know what the standard is, like if she doesn't have a father figure in her life and mm-hmm. has didn't have nobody to teach her how a woman is supposed to be treated, then she's kind of like she don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She just keep trying and trying and trying, and and it never gets right, unless she's lucky to find a dude that's a good dude. You know, my dad wasn't in my life, but for some. <laughs> Thank the Lord that I had a standard that I wanted to go by. Don't get it wrong. I had my fair share of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But luckily, you know, you came along to show me what it was really supposed to be. And you kind of feel it, though. You know what I'm saying? You be like, damn, I ain't never felt this way before. Like, this is something I could get used to, you know? And then you just stick with that, you know? And then you It's your self-esteem, too. It's your self-esteem. You know, it's how you feel about yourself. Absolutely. A lot of times you can see... um, how somebody feels about themselves by the type of people that they date. Absolutely. Like, we were at church a couple weeks ago, and a girl that we know, she brought a new guy in. And um, the guy, like, I could just tell he had low self-esteem. And I'd already known that about her. Mm-hmm. So it made sense that low self-esteem and low self-esteem put themselves together, you know, yeah. and are trying to, you know, she's trying to fix him, he's trying to fix her type situation. Um, I think it's about how you feel about yourself. and. Mm-hmm. That reflects for me in all the different relationships that I've been in. Mm-hmm. You can tell where I was at every different stage yeah. in time. Like when I was in college, I dated a, um, a OU football player, and he, we fought, 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 fought. And this dude is an outside linebacker, two hundred and some pounds, mm-hmm. and just pure muscle, six foot five. And I'm over here trying to fight this guy. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, at that time, I was in a really, really bad stage in my life. So it made sense that I would accept that in a guy. Whereas later down the line, when I knew who I was and I kind of made a decision like this, I'm not accepting anything different. Then when it came to Brandon, he was like, what's what's all these rules and regulations (laughs) that I got to follow? Because my esteem was different and my standards were totally different for what I wanted in a man. And I was closer to marriage. I think when you're younger, you think you have time to like try to fix people and put things together. So you're like, oh, I'm young. You know, he'll get better and all this other stuff. When you're older, you're like, I ain't got time to be trying to play your mama. You know, you you require different things. I agree with both of what you guys said. I completely agree. It is... It's all about the time and place and where you are mentally. But I think right now, today, um, everyone make dating so complicated. Like, if Netflix and chilling is what you as a person like, if that's your thing, then that's okay. That's acceptable Mm -hmm. as a date. If you like fancy things, you want to go to a fancy restaurant, then that's okay, too. For me, I wanted, you know, the extra stuff. But I was doing the extra stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. So I needed him to do the things, at least what I could do for myself and what I enjoy to do. I think now we're so busy trying to prove a point. Like, you know, I I need him to do this, 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 this. And, well, you don't even like that. Are you doing that for show? Are you doing that for social media? When they can't even bring it to the table themselves. I'm not saying, like, yeah, I absolutely believe that a man should bring more to the table than what you have, and you should expect more but I'm saying, let it be genuine. You yeah. know, let it be mm-hmm. what you truly That's want. True. If you like sitting at home watching TV, 
and that's your thing, and that's acceptable for you as a date, let that be acceptable for you as a date. Mm-hmm. But because that's acceptable for you as a date, you know you're going to get that guy who like that. So if that's not really your thing, don't settle for that. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. let that be your thing. Mm-hmm. Let that be, hey, I like to do this, but I like to do this too. Mm-hmm. You know, day two, yeah. we might do this. Day three... Like my thing with Marcus when we were dating, he he always think of new things, new adventures, and we like to Ooh. we like to eat, we like to have nice restaurants and stuff. But I always like that. That's my thing. So I mean, I think now we just we're too busy focused on the here's what he did and here's what I gotta do and that here's mean blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's like this isn't basketball wives. This yeah. this is not this is your real life. Like do your real life. And I think a lot of women are so pressured into doing that and. My thing, my gift thing with Marcus, he used to always give me Tiffany's, but that's because I fell in love with it early on before he even met me. So I told him, oh my God, I love this. And that became the thing he did for me. And so, I mean, I think girls now need to focus on, yeah, you want to set the standard high. You want to set it higher because if you lower your standard, you're going to be stuck at that low standard. And they look at, oh, go ahead. It's like, especially with social media, social media changes so many things. Yeah. Um, But it's now it's like, like everybody has to be the same. That's like, what I was about to this say. is what yes. I have. This is the way that my husband and I live. So yes. this is the way that you and your husband should live. But every couple is so different. different. We were at an event last night and they were talking about, you know, sex and marriages and how a husband and wife need to come together and decide what's most comfortable for them. You know, you get advice from your homies, from your friends, whatever, before you get married. But what they allow in their marriage might not be the same for right. your marriage. Absolutely. And so a lot of us get caught up in those beams. Like we yeah. everybody's out here living off these memes is so annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, well, this meme said this or this person said this. But that's what works for them. Mm-hmm. You're not the exact same as this person. Mm-hmm. Whoever you're dating or marrying is not the exact same. So I'm not going to be like, don't accept Netflix and chill, girl. You deserve more. If she's yeah. a Netflix chilling type of person. Now, granted, if Netflix and chill turns into, you know, hey, I just want to come over and sleep with you, but then I don't want to see you any other time. Okay, yeah, then I'm going to say something different. But if you're just a, you know, I'd rather be at the home and watching movies, like my husband's that way. He'd rather just be at home watching movies. That's fine for you. But if you're like, hey, I like to do lavish stuff, that's also fine for you. But everybody doesn't have to be the same. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth with that. Like, everybody, they look at these celebrities and they like, Oh, I, them half of them nine times ten are miserable. Right, they front for social media. Right, like do what what works for you in your household. Like <laughs> it ain't gonna, it's not gonna be like me. Dominique will go to Applebee's and be cool. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you gotta do what works for your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and on the other end, what Damo said, a lot of his, um, you know, female associates are saying, "Oh, I can't meet this guy." You know, to be honest, we're. We have we're privileged in that arena right now because I've been with my husband for a while. Sound like you guys have been together for a while. The the dating scene is different. I see a lot of women. I meet a lot of women in my profession. I talk to women on a regular basis, and it is hard. It's hard because if you are the girl with the standards, there's a girl next to you that looks like you, that is similar to you, that doesn't have the standards. So it's really hard because now women are like, oh, let me, let me, we're, we're out doing each other the opposite way when it comes to men. Let me ask for less so mm-hmm. that way he'll be with me. Yeah. Let me do, let, let me, yeah. you know, require That's less. Awesome. Let me not require more because he'd rather be with the girl that does less because it's easy for him. So it's really hard. I mean, it's easy for me to say, sit here and say, well, do what you want. Yeah, but at the same time, it is hard. And I get what they're saying. Like, yeah. should I set this standard? Well, if I set this standard, it might mean I mean, I might be single. Yeah. I mean, and then the you answer know, is yes. You should you set should. the standard for what works best for you. Like, mm-hmm. I will tell you, my husband, 
um, back in high school, I set that standard for him. Like going in our relationship, I was a virgin and I there was a lot of things that I did not want to do and that I couldn't do. My parents weren't having it. Like he still talks about our relationship now. Like she was Cinderella locked up in the cage and I had to <laughs> knock three times and spin in a circle for her dad to open the door. But I ask him now, I'm like, babe, would you marry any of those girls that you was out twerking at the parties and doing all that stuff with? He was like, no, I would never want to marry those girls. So a lot of those girls really like them. A lot of those girls still like him still like him now but the thing is is that once he got his head on straight and it takes men a longer time to do that but once he got his head on the straight that's not what he wanted when it was time for forever he was like I don't want none of that stuff let me go find the girl that was difficult that required standards that wasn't sleeping around with everybody that we knew that wasn't tuning it up in every club he wanted something that was different. So sometimes it's the our lack of impatience. We feel like, okay, we have standards and we're going to make a guy wait, but we're not even patient enough for our own standards. Yeah. You know, we're like, it's been too long. So now I feel like not, it's not going to happen. The point is men are a little bit slower and you have to be, not only do they have to be patient to wait for you and come up to your standards, you also have to be patient enough for your own standards. And also stop dating the same type of men. Yeah. That was my problem. I dated the same type of men and got the same outcome every time. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta grow up in yeah. order for you to level up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. you can't you can't keep dating the same type of dudes and expect the same results. Don't don't let them. Don't let them standards hold you back, though. Every, Absolutely. Every, every time I hear women talk standards, I start to cringe because sometimes I'm standing. I know plenty of women. I know plenty of women that where them standards get in the way of them progressing in life mm-hmm. and actually opening up. You know, you, you probably would have never. She probably would have never told you to shut up and just get a Dr Pepper. You know, you probably never would have went to Worlds of Fun. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely, I can Dope. respect that. Yeah. You, you, get, yeah. you gotta you gotta be able to have a little fun. Open mm. yourself like up, like but yeah. but but again, you know, don't lower yourself of who you are. Yes, I'm not saying that, but just yeah. I know I mean, a lot of women who keep them are. standards yeah. so high to where they yeah. blocking they blocking and good dudes. Who out. they really are, like, dudes, yeah. they so used to a certain type of lifestyle, <clears throat> the same yeah. lifestyle that got them dating now. But see, the yeah. thing you about know what I'm standards saying? is your standards should be more like characteristic characteristics. Right, yeah. Rather than physical, physical. components, yeah. you know, and I need a guy that don't wear old school dreads, well. dreads yeah. and you know whatever. If mm-hmm. your if your your standards are focused on materialistic things, right. that's where you're wrong. Absolutely. If your standards are focused on character, you'll always get to the right place. Even if our pastor said today, you know, sometimes the embryo doesn't look like what God is going to make it into. And so you get something in the embryonic stage. Early on, yeah. And God is like promising you, like, I'm going to make this big. Yep. But because it doesn't look like that, you try to kick it to the curb. You kick yep. it to you the curb. you can't be focused on the material side. You look at the characteristics mm-hmm. and know that the characteristics will get them to that place Amen. eventually. Amen. But at the same time, a sketchy dude is going to show you he's sketchy early on. Real yeah. early. So don't get your feelings yeah. all in it when you yeah. know he doesn't meet your minimum standards. Yeah. And another thing, Luce, don't you mistake that. With, you know, when he don't say yes all the time. Because I know a lot of women will run a dude out just because he tell her no. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't dealing with the same dudes you used to yeah. dealing with. You can't be expecting so much early on. Like, you want him to bring so much to the table, but you ain't willing to bring nothing. Mm-hmm. That's another issue. That's like, your looks is only going to get you so far. Yeah. Your body only going to get you so far. What credentials do you have? What does this man going to settle down with you for? Because it's way less men than it is women. You yeah. got to make this man want you. Mm-hmm. Don't think because your body and your, just because you talk a good game, it that's nothing. Yep. Especially when it, you got so many other girls in line. Yep. You know? 
They got the build a Kardashian workshop. Oh, absolutely. Every Literally. Every day. <laughs> like you got you women. You just click on you Instagram and it's right there. These women will Lower. know you in a relationship and still be after your man. Yep. You got to, you got to, you got to understand. You're not like. The build a Kardashian workshop. Straight that's, Kardashian. That's a good way to play. Because everybody, it, it's the thing. So and every girl. Okay. Every girl looks like that. Mm-hmm. Because they see that's who's winning. You know, yeah. they see that's the girl who's winning. So I don't even know. If I'm, I might be going off topic. Good. <laughs> but that's mm. who's winning so you have all these girls looking like this and being this certain way and everybody else like well let me be like this too mm-hmm. well now everything that was unique about you is no longer because yep. you're just like every Carbon other girl mm-hmm. so yeah he's gonna treat you like every, every other, other girl, girl. because we, you have become that yep and we, and we don't respect that as much no. as a woman with those standards too as far as the uh I will say, do have your standards because if you accept something so long into a relationship, it's going to be hard to change somebody. Yeah. Got to be genuine about it. It's got to yeah. be what you, you truly are okay And stand with. on it, though. Don't, yeah. don't bottle yourself it. down because he's feeling some type of way yes. or she's feeling some type of way. Yeah. Stand on what you believe in. And if he's for you and she for you, they'll be there. If yeah. not, yeah. they're going to move on. They're yeah. going to find what's for them. Yep. And to speak to the material side of things, it's okay to like what you like or whatever. Yeah, Just absolutely. like Miko, she like, when I met her, she had Louis bags and all that stuff, too. But she also was shop at Target. And all yeah. that stuff. So it's not all about her, her like liking stuff because it's high price. She like it because she likes it. Yeah. Because a lot of people always ask me, "Damn, how you afford all that?" She <laughs> like, uh, first of all, she could buy it herself too. <laughs> right. Because she had a lot of that stuff before I got with her. But uh, I want to speak to uh, how did you know? Well, when how did you know you was ready to lock it down with that person? See me with Miko. Uh, she elevated me a lot because I was I come from a uh, when, when when we met I stayed with like ten dudes. <laughs> like, Literally, he's not over exaggerating. I, I didn't I didn't have no he's bed. Didn't care to have a bed or nothing. None of that stuff even mattered to me though. But uh, when I met her, I got around people like the Walkers and stuff and seeing how to like little do you know, Marcus. I look at you all the time. Or, you, your friends too, like Mike and I. Well, they're my friends now too, or whatever. Don't get it twisted. No, they're uh, not your that, friends. No, Mike accepted me. He told me at the. Uh, <laughs> he, told me, he told me at Mike the Super so Bowl. Petty. He said. I, he said at the Super Bowl. He said I was just sitting. You know, Damo, out of nowhere. You know, Damo, I was sitting you and mean. thinking. <laughs> I like you and Oscar. Teddy. Man, <laughs> we can't be talking about this right now. <laughs> 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 nah, but like getting around y'all, going on couples trips and stuff like that, man. That stuff like took my mind to another level and it made me want more. And that's just credit to coming into Miko's life or whatever. She brought me into all that stuff or whatever. Uh, another thing is, I remember when we uh, first broke up, the first time we broke up. Uh, she, yeah, we broke up once. Like we had like eight breakups or something, bro. Facts. The time when we broke up, she, uh, I remember she, she got at me. She got at me pretty hard or whatever and whatever. And she... It's little. She still cooked me dinner and handed it to me and not. And was like, still, goodbye. She didn't act like nothing was changed. So, you know, I was sitting there kind of confused. Like, oh, we cool still? <laughs> you don't get that. Right. The thing about her is she's still her. Right. No matter what the situation. Even when her, God rest their souls, her parents died or whatever. Mm. I just knew, oh, this wedding is off. This, this, this wedding is off. She's not going to remember me. And I can understand it. She lost her parents or whatever. 
Like, she's never really had a big emotional outcome. Never really, like, broke down, broke down. Away. She stayed the same the whole time. Never, like, lashed out at me or, as far as that. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I knew, like, this is who I want to be with for the rest of my life. She elevated me major, though. But to credit you for that, because I remember that breakup. Of course, I'm Ramika's best friend. So <laughs> I know everything. So right. I remember that breakup. And I remember her being like, I need him to step up, do this, this, this. And you did. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Like, you did. You was like, okay, all right, this isn't your regular girl. I can't just keep doing just randomly being like all la di da whatever. Right. I'm going to step it up. And you did. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between, you. you know, just people that don't want more, people that do want more. You realize this was what you wanted, and you did. So give yourself the credit for it. Absolutely stepping up and doing what you were supposed to do to keep her, to get her. Because yeah. I was on the other side of that. She wasn't playing with you. She, no, she was. Because I'm sitting there. Cause I'm, wasn't. Right, because I'm sitting there like, damn, I ain't cheating. I ain't yeah. like exactly. And that's that's our problem that's as men, standards though. standards is higher yeah. than just, oh, if he don't cheat, I'm good. Yeah. If he don't do this, if he don't beat me, I'm good. Right. You know, yeah, a lot of women, yeah. that's all it takes. If he got to cheat on me multiple times and he has to beat me in order for me to leave. No, there's more than that. If they're not meeting, you know, some of the things that you set for yourself, put your foot down. And she did. And as a result, he stepped it up. And that's and that's what I try to tell ladies all the time. You have to put, and I use that as an example all the time. You have to put your foot down because she wasn't playing no games. I was just thinking like, I ain't cheating, so it should be all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, like normally when you, like when you get into it with your person or whatever your significant other, it's uh, two days later, y'all. You know, it'd be cool to say I'm sorry or whatever. Whatever. Uh, she held it down, and she. I remember when she, when I asked her, like, uh, she, I forgot exactly what it was, but I was like, uh, I want to make you ha- or do something. I forgot what I said, and you was like, okay, but do you want to do this for you, right? Or do this for me, right? I said I want to do it for you. Click. <laughs> what the fuck? I, like, what? I didn't understand it or whatever. Right. Then I called her back or whatever, and she let me know, like, when you do stuff for me, it's cool that you do stuff for me, but you have to do it for yourself first. Yeah. And or you have to know that that's something that's going right. to make you happy, because you cannot make me happy unless you're making yourself happy. You know what I mean? Right. So if making me happy makes you happy, that's cool. You know what I mean? So that's... Pretty much, that's how I knew that's who I wanted to be with because she elevated me more. She taught me more than I had to. I mean, I teach too. But I'm saying, like, in most of the relationships I in or the women I dealt with, I'm doing the teaching or I'm doing, like, I want to learn every day. I want to learn every day on how to treat my wife or how to be a better person. So I'm learning every day. I'm still learning. You know what I mean? We ain't perfect. So that's, that's that's how I knew that's who I wanted to be with for the rest of my life. (laughs) <laughs> Walkers. All right. So with, uh, with Lissette, um, so I always make fun of her. Her, um, I always call her family the Black Brady Bunch. You know, <laughs> you know she's got the mom, the uh, dad. You know, they married. You know, they always smiling. You know, happy, happy go lucky. You know, five, six kids, however many siblings you got. <laughs> I mean, it's just one big happy family. You know, the whole they time. Are. They really. You are. know, you're just not used to that. You know, in our in our culture. So I used to go over to their house every Sunday for dinner. Mm-hmm. And man, we'd sit down and eat. 
her mom would bring me dinner before anybody else in the house eat on a tray. <laughs> she would make my plate. My mama got me you. <laughs> she, she, she would make my plate. Her husband was there. He don't even have a plate yet. Her mom would make my plate, put it on the tray, and bring it to me. It's a guest thing. And then everybody else would eat. It's a cultural thing. And then, and then, based on her culture, like I just started seeing how they respected family, how they respected marriage. So that plus just. You know, everybody know how to say, you know, she was a grinder. She did her thing. You know, she wasn't the typical KC date that I always had or the KC chick, you know, that you talk to. You know, I can pretty much recite what I'm going to talk to to any uh-huh. any typical girl. You know, it's, it's the same old conversation. What you do, where you were, how much you made. Uh, okay. You know, it was it was way different because she she did her own thing. She had her own stuff. So just feeding off of each other and just yeah. and I didn't just want that, your coins is what you're saying. And just that conversation. She coins. had them coins. It, it, was, it wasn't even that. It was just that she had a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you know, I'm not a big money guy, so it had nothing to do with that. But she had a whole life that was interesting to me to where it was just like, you know, it it made me ask questions. It, you know, I'm digging into what she doing. It's just like, hey, that's what's up. You know, that's pretty interesting. I'm I'm not used to that. Plus, you know, when I met her, what, I was 27? Like you said, it takes us a little longer to to mature. So it's like, you know, I had a lot of, I, I did have a lot of fun. You know, I went off to college. You know, I pretty much got all that stuff out. You know, I was, it was right time. Yeah. And just her background, who she is, um, I just knew, like, man, this is this is it. <laughs> For the Gantt, I would say um, meeting my wife, man, it it changed my life because we met in high school. We were so young. We were at such a, a, you know, just a young stage in our lives, in our minds, and in our action. And so when I met her, um, it was like a breath of fresh air, man. She was different. She was different. Um, and this is just meeting her, not even at the point that I knew she was the one. This is just me meeting her and seeing who she is, her personality, everything that she's involved in. I mean, she's a, um, you know, she was a PK. She still is. Um, but I met her. She was a PK. She was a part of drama club. She was a part of the Spanish club. She was on the, the come on, help what? me out, baby. Future <laughs> Farmers of America. What exactly she, is a PK? A pastor's kid. Oh, okay. pastor. Her dad, her dad is a pastor. Sure her dad is a pastor. Um, I mean, she was involved in so much beauty pageants. Um, what else, baby? I mean, the list the list goes on. Um, so at that at that moment, I had I had just moved from the inner city out to the suburb as well. So I had never seen a black woman that resembled any. I have never seen a black woman that resembled anything like that before. So I'm intrigued. You get what I'm saying? I'm intrigued. So um, once we did start talking and flirting and you know getting to know each other, I'm like, this is a cool chick. Like she's cool. Um, and we just had a friendship, right? We had a friendship that developed into a relationship, if you want to call it that. Again, we were babies. Um, and developed into a relationship, but like she said, she did host a, girl, a girls for four years. So four years. <laughs> but that one, you know, we went back and forth probably about three or four times. That's but this is, you know, <laughs> um, we went back and forth so many times, man. And we was in each other's life through so many different stages of growth in our life. Um, like literally, she would be dating someone else. I would be dating someone else. But we still, but we're talking. We're giving each other advice. You know, we're 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 best friends over here, giving each other advice from a male perspective, from a female perspective. Like, hey, if you don't like them, go ahead and leave them. You know, <laughs> laugh out loud. You know, <laughs> come, come with me. You know, yeah. but but it's, it's so funny because we yeah, would joke, we would joke, we would laugh, um, and kind of speak speak stuff to, into existence that that. That goes today, right? We would mm-hmm. take. I remember what did you say, babe? Um, 
I mean, this was like 2012. I was dating somebody else, and she and we was texting each other, clearly not being faithful to the people we were with. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't have to be because I mean, we, we was yeah. We, we just well, we didn't have to be because like we're it. dating, you know. And that's another that's another story. But we're dating, so we didn't yeah. necessarily mm-hmm. have to truly be faithful. Um, but she was like, "Hey, I can, I can see you." It was Father. It was Father's Day. I was Go with ahead. my family, uh-huh. and I don't know, just real strong. One day, I I texted him. I was like, "Man, I could just see us spinning." Father's Day together one day. I don't know why, but it just popped this in my head. This was six years ago. And we were just friends at the time, but like we were so close um, and we had kind of been through a lot with each other that I just, we, there would be random points in our life where we just felt real strong things just out of blue. And I, I don't know, I just texted him and he found it in his old phone, but I was like, I could see us spending Father's Day. Now that sound weird. He's like, that does sound kind of weird, you know, but okay, you know, like it was different. But I think we started to know when our friendship started to get in the way of our relationships. Mm-hmm. The people we were dating would be like, well, I need you to get rid of him <laughs> or her, you know? Yeah. I don't want you talking to him or her. And we'd be like, nah. no, yeah, right. <laughs> no, no. But, um, but that's just a small example of some of the things that we kind of spoke into existence, right? Um, so we had that friendship. We had that relationship outside of our other relationships. Um, but I would say at the moment that I knew... I was having a, um, I was growing spiritually. I was growing mm. spiritually, right? So I had just, you know, I was in college. I wasn't sure if I believed, you know, I was I was hearing so much. We had players on the team that were atheists. We had players on the team, you know, that just represented so many different things religion-wise. And so I was confused because I would get caught up in these debates and I wasn't going to church, going to church no longer. So I wasn't getting spiritually fed. Um, but it was a point that when I moved back to Kansas City in 2014, I started going to, I started um, attending the church that we attend now, Life Changes Christian Center in Raytown, and I just started growing. And I was still dating someone else, but at that time, you know, I just, I just remember the Lord preparing me for marriage, like my mind for marriage, and I thought it was for the woman I was with, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And come to find out it wasn't mm-hmm. for the woman I was with. So yeah, I tried I to prepare, and I, I was changing for her, and I started treating her better, however, Every time I would get a text or a message, whatever it is, from Jazz, everything dropped. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Like, straight up, everything yeah. dropped. There was a point where I went into the hospital. He was still dating this girl. I had to go to the hospital. I got really sick, and I was in there for, like, four days. And he showed up at the hospital, and all my family and my sisters and my brother and my dad was like, where your girlfriend at? <laughs> and he walked in. Everybody's looking at him like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I told her, Jasmine is sick, so I'm mm-hmm. here. You know? Mm-hmm. And it... it we still have photos of that. I'm like oh, hooked man. up to machines yeah. and IVs yeah. in the bed and he's sitting on the bed playing, you know, the clap clap game with me. And <laughs> I think that's when I was like, hmm, mm, you know, yeah, something yeah. is different here. Right. So, yeah. so it's true. I, you know, and I just remember back in college, man, I would tell my friends and granted, like I said, me and Jazz are friends. I would tell all my friends, you know, that's going to be my wife. Like that's going to be the woman that I married, not knowing that it would be, but you know, I always thought there was hope because I always considered her the one that got away because I never saw myself coming back here. I was in South Dakota for five years after I left Kansas City. I went to Arizona for two. I thought I would be there longer, but obviously, you know, something brought me back here, you know? So yeah, me not even thinking that I would marry this woman, man, and thinking that I was getting, that all of my growth was for another woman and all alone it was for her, so. You know, just just that growth, man. I realized that you know she she was the one, and I guess um, I knew I couldn't play the game, right? I, I I played women my entire life. I knew I couldn't juggle both of these women, right? One I'm leading on, and the other one, you know, I know we have something special, but I'm I'm too guilty to leave the one that I'm with. You know, I'm I'm gonna feel too guilty if I just left her hanging there. So 
I tried to hold on to that, but I tried to hold on to jazz as well. And at, at some point, I had to make the decision to leave. Once I made the decision to leave, it was inevitable that this was my wife. Like, this is the woman that I will spend the rest of my life with. So. And I, I remember you coming that. back from Arizona, and me and you sat and talked for like four hours yeah. about Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, bruh. This, this seemed like the one you supposed to be with, bro. Like, we, yeah. and I, I would I remember hit you that. up to check on you to see where, where you at was in that process or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just happy to see that it, it's where it's supposed to be. Straight you know up. what I mean? Yeah. Now, now I want to speak to uh, proposal do's and don'ts. Now, with my proposal, it wasn't nothing. One night crazy or whatever. Yeah, I told him don't do nothing crazy. Don't put me in a room with a whole yeah, bunch of folks. None of that. We was at home, bam. <laughs> it was nothing spectacular, swear to God yeah. it wasn't. But it was perfect for me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It was right on time, it was perfect, so and when, I appreciated it. And with Miko, she's very particular about what she wants. I remember I, on Christmas, she told me what she wanted for Christmas or whatever, and I came with a, uh, remember I bought Riley or whatever? Uh-huh. And you were so upset. Like, <laughs> you played it off. Yeah, I tried. You played I'm not it a off. Good pretender. <laughs> you played it off, but you let me know, man, like, this is not what I asked you for or whatever. Yeah. So that just that's just me going into like buying the ring or whatever. So when we got, I didn't go get a ring and then like propose to her, go pick out the ring. That my thing was like, we're gonna go to this shop and you gonna pick out the exact ring that you want. <laughs> So he didn't want to get yeah. It ain't even getting clowned. Well, like, he didn't want to feel bad. Yeah. He didn't want to feel bad. On top of that, like it, you say the wrong thing to me, eventually I'm a. I'm a and it, like at that back. time, I was still working on myself as far as my temper and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So like little stuff could trigger me. I'm very patient with Miko, but little stuff could trigger me at that Sometimes time. Sometimes he's patient. He tries it, but you can tell he'd be ready to snap. But uh, anyway, but that was how. I went about the proposal. Like, I wanted to get her exactly what she want. And I got what I wanted. So. Well, no, I didn't, because at first I was like, oh, Diamond, I want this ring. I don't want any other ring. Then I seen this chick on Facebook with the exact ring. I was like, Diamond, I don't want that ring anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I knew it. How about you? Oh, proposal. Um, from the ring standpoint, I think she should just always t tell me what kind she like. Same and so like uh, I just made sure I remember what kind she liked. Yeah. And then, like, I know we'll go to, like, some stores and things, and she'll go be looking at the same type of ring. So I just, once I knew that, I mean, I, once I started looking for them, I knew more about the ring than she did. Yeah. So she just, that's just you, Marcus. Thorough, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, she just knew what type she liked. I mean, it's engineer, like... Engineer, right? Yeah, it's like 20 yep. types yeah, of things that goes yeah. into a, yeah. to a ring, so... Knew the content I, of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from a... Pro, what's, what, what's the question? Proposal. The proposal, do's yeah. or don'ts? Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's whatever y'all did. What I don't know, man. I just... I, I think it's just so hard for a dude, man, because you got to... Oh. You got to think of this great thing to do so they can be happy on top of you got to go buy this ring and then you got to be creative and it's just like <laughs> so man I really don't know no do's and don'ts it, it just it sucks the position that we in <laughs> I mean I I did my thing I yeah, I, I look back I see I don't even think it was <laughs> that Well see I'm I'm you I was used to you being super romantic and 
you know, thinking, what should I do here or there? And that was, I love that about you. So it was pressure because I was expecting some grand thing. Yeah, that's And it was grand, but it was grand enough for me. I had no idea. So the, it was completely, I was surprised because we have went to, I remember I was thinking, out of town. I think that was the Yeah, so he was living out of town. So, um, so yeah, so I think it was, so we had a trip that year. A couple of his friends had got married. And um, we had a trip, and I remember thinking it was going to be in California. Mm -hmm. We went to California. I'm like, oh, the beach is there. It's going to be pretty. He's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. <laughs> and he didn't do it. And I was like, oh, my God, are we not going to get married? What is going on? Because we had been talking about it. We both mm -hmm. knew that's what we wanted. We both knew, like, we were the ones for each other. Like, I had gave up. So when he moved out of town, I had gave up my place. I had let somebody rent my, my spot to move into his spot. Um, to keep it while he was there because we had both had our own separate places. And so when I moved, my parents were just like, um, are you selling your place? I'm like, no, I'm just going to rent it out. And they're like, so you're moving in with Marcus? I'm like, well, he's technically not living there. My parents are like, well, you're moving into his house. And I was like, well, I'm going to be living there, and he's not living there. So it's not like we're living together. And they were like, oh, yeah, you're living together. You're living together. <laughs> I'm like, he's not there. So it made more sense. It was easier to rent my spot out than to rent his spot out. So I rent my spot out, and that's what he was talking about, the drive. I used to live in Lee Summit. He used to live up north. And so it was a 48-minute drive for me to get to work every day. So I was just like, okay, this is a big deal. I'm doing this. But I was thinking he was going to propose before he come back. And he, when he didn't, I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? But it was, it was, take, he was taking a long time. But that's Marcus. He's so, everything has to be, you know, the right time, the right moment. He plans out everything. Our lives are probably playing out to what 2022 right Whatever. now. I mean, <laughs> he's just a planner, and that I'm not the I'm not a planner. That's not who I am. I'm I'm artsy. I'm you know mm -hmm. all over the place, and I'm more probably more analytical than a lot of people with you know a lot of artsy people. But I'm pretty artsy compared to him. I'm com I'm a hippie compared to him. So I knew it was gonna be something that he planned, and you know Marcus don't play with money. <laughs> so, the, so the saving for this ring was gonna have to be something serious, cause he and I knew he knew, he liked quality. So I already knew my ring was gonna be the bomb, and I already knew it was gonna yeah. be pricey. I already knew all that because that's the kind of person he is. But I didn't know how the proposal was gonna be, and it was funny because I wasn't expecting it at all, cause I had like completely forgot about it, and like everybody was in on it, like. Because you said you was out of town. No, you said you was in Atlanta and you wasn't there and you was actually in Kansas City. And then your sister was like, she <laughs> she was like, Marcus is, what? And then so she tried to be quiet and not tell me that, that you were actually here. Mm -hmm. I later find out she was like, I was so worried that Marcus was sneaking in Kansas City and not telling <laughs> you. She was like, oh my God, I just didn't know what was going on. But so... The um, so yeah, the proposal. So I got a um, <laughs> my sister wanted to take me. Sorry, I'm all over the place. It's good, it's good. My sister was like, <laughs> she was like, I was working at the salon and I looked a mess. I mean, I it was Saturday, I had got in there at seven, and she kept saying, Oh, let's have a girl's day, let's go get a massage. Uh -huh. And she kept saying, Do your hair, do your uh -huh. hair. And I was like, I'm not doing my hair, <laughs> Marcus is not in town. I'm tired. I had on like sweatpants. I was fried. Hot mess. I was a hot mess. I was, mess. I was wrinkled. Expected. She was. 
<laughs> I was super fried. And my sister was like, let's just, I got this. She, she came up with this story like, oh, I won this free massage at the gym and I want to take you. I mean, she's like, you work hard. Let's just go together and have a girl's day. So we went to, um, we went to the spa. No, it was, uh, it was on a plaza. Yeah. It was West. It was Plaza West. So we went to the spa. Me and her went to the spa. And we went to separate rooms. I'm like, okay, you want to do the sauna or something with me? And she, and she was like, no, 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 just go in. I'm going to go over here. And so I'm in here getting this massage, and this guy is doing my massage. Because I like guy massages, because girl massages are like, they're weak. And so this guy is in here doing my massage, and I'm falling asleep. And I'm laying there, and then he was like, I'll be right back. I remember him saying, I'll be right back. And then I'm just laying there. And then... Um, so he comes back and he feels a little different, but I'm not really, <laughs> you know, I'm not really thinking about it. So I'm laying there, my face down. I'm like, and then so he, <laughs> so then he asked me to marry him in Creole while he to. was doing my massage, <laughs> and I opened my eyes and he was on the ground and he's like, "Will you marry?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, That's "What are you? What?" <laughs> what? And, so, and, and I was like, "I'm dreaming." I'm like, I'm sleeping and I'm dreaming. This is not really happening. So for the longest time, I didn't say yes. I was just like, stop, I'm dreaming. I was like, I'm dreaming. Is this a dream? Like, literally, I'm asleep right now. Where is the other guy? (laughs) And so my sister, then my sister came out. She's recording. I'm like, oh, my God, this is real. Mm -hmm. She was mad at me because my sister was like, I told you to do your hair. I kept telling you, don't you ever walk out the house looking like that. I don't know what. And I was a hot mess. I was a complete disaster. And then I just didn't believe it. I was just like, what? And then we went outside. Even after it was all over, we went outside. I'm like, are you for real? Like, (laughs) He was like, you still didn't say yes. Because I didn't even know he was in town. So it was good. You did. Good. It was pretty dope. It yeah. was. And everybody was in on it. So yeah. And I'm super nosy. You know, I'm super like, what's going on? And so <laughs> the fact that everybody was in on it and I didn't find I didn't that I had no me. idea. <laughs> so it was really good. But I mean for a don't, I mean I just think like I don't know. Just do whatever you feel. Whatever yeah. is in your heart yeah. is going to come out. Don't propose if you ain't ready to get married. Yeah, exactly. Don't feel pressured yeah. to marry to else's nobody. Yeah. Oh, and don't propose at nobody yeah, else's wedding. That. That's terrible. Yeah. That's no, that's, no. Now, I kind of wanted oh, a proposal to happen at my wedding. Before y'all... Did? I tried to make it happen. Oh, no. I don't like that. Before, it was my best friend. Oh, okay. Before I the... Didn't want to time. <laughs> you ready? We have time. No, no, no. Before the guests speak, I want to say something. Now... Had I seen that, that this would fall fall under that. That was dope. Yeah, uh, the Walker's proposal. Uh, now I seen a lot of movies or whatever. You know, I seen a lot of dope proposals or whatever. And you know, feel it in my heart. But I was on YouTube and I seen uh, the Gantz proposal. Boy, when I say I'm like a tear literally came to my eye. <laughs> Guy right there, it's my man's right there. But wait, but who gets the credit for that proposal? He do. Apparently, a a lot of people. (laughs) Who gets credit for that proposal? Wait a minute, nigga. I want that one. I already know. And I'm about to get the credit where the credit is due. Go ahead, Damo. That. Boy, like my my heart was you. trembling, like like just listen, <laughs> almost. Oh, I was looking at it, my hand was shaking, like <laughs> oh, almost like I was getting proposed to, like. <laughs> bro. It no, and it's just it's just it it's dope. just a part of like being proud of you and the man I've seen you become. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So oh, I man, thought it was super so dope. Now y'all can speak to it though. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Like I guess we we'll give credit right now since Miko <laughs> on the mic. Bully her. on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even show it to me. I, I will give credit to Miko though. I don't even know. I don't even know why I reached out to you. I don't even know if we talked about it. And we she did. was like, I got Everybody you. Everybody I got your her. back. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe I reached out to you. And I and said, you yeah, was you like, did. That's I said, if you yeah. want to talk to Miko. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. That's I reached out. That's, yeah. Oh, no, that's exactly what thing. happened. How you get there? Talk to Miko. I'm like, why did I even text Miko? I I asked Dominique, and he was like, yeah, that's Miko. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to have you right. And so I reached out to Miko, man, and she just gave me this dope idea. Um, I had no idea how I wanted to propose um, because it happened so fast. Well, it seemed like it happened fast, but did it happen fast? It happened fast. <laughs> it happened um, very fast. It was like, why yeah. are we It happened fast. So yeah, because like I said, you know, we went back and forth. How many times, baby? Again, we said a million and one times. Yeah. Um, so that last time, man, I was not going to waste any time. Mm-hmm. I was going to make it happen. But Miko gave me the idea to do it... Um, down on the plaza, the boat ride down on the plaza. I think they call it ambiance on the water. Ambiance on the water. Yeah, so um, that's what we're I'm gonna let Jazz tell how. Yeah, apparently I almost killed her, but man, it was um, it was a beautiful proposal, and it's nice to relive it. It's nice to have the video footage of it, um, and be able to go on YouTube and watch it. If you haven't seen it, go to um our YouTube channel, The Growing Gants. Um, you will see it under there. My proposal. We also have a ton of videos under there as well. But the proposal video is definitely one of the my favorite ones. Dopest yeah. proposal I've ever. Appreciate that. Seen. Okay, I need to hear the details. I didn't Piss tell him off, what though. I wanted, but he um he let's had. Let's say you gotta go to YouTube. Go he ahead. had like a criteria. I gave him criteria for what I wanted if I ever got engaged. So I said I wanted my family to be there, and I wanted it to be photographed or recorded so yeah. that I could like see it because my memory is horrible. <laughs> and so for him, he was like, "That's so extra. Like, why are you gonna have a videographer?" And I'm like, "I just need somebody to record it because I don't have a good memory and I'm not gonna remember everything. Yeah. And I want to see people's reactions. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched the video a hundred times just to see different things. And mm-hmm. so, uh, what happened? Oh." Brandon had not been taking me out on dates, and I was getting real irritated for months. <laughs> he was always at work. Oh, he was saving. He never, he was saving. He was saving. I didn't catch on to that. Always at work, always Fresh busy, working. never could do anything, never could take me out on dates. So one day he calls me at work, and he's like, okay, these are, here's three dates. And he was like, pick one of these three dates, and I'm going to take you out somewhere nice. And so he was like, he gave me all these different outfits. I picked one day and um, he goes, well, let's move it to November. And I was like, okay. So he was like, okay, I need you to wear like an active outfit because we're going to do something active. And then I'm, I'm going to get you to wear something dressy. And we're going to go on a double date with my brother and his wife. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So got all dressed and my mom went dress shopping with me for some reason. And she kept pushing me to buy this expensive dress. And I'm like... <laughs> Mom, it's a regular date. Like, $30 for a dress is good. Like, let's go to Windsor. Yeah. Let's call it a date. She had me in Dillard's looking at this $200 dress. And I'm like, Mom, like, what is going on? She's like, you never know. It's anything. It's always. And she kept saying these things. And now I look back and I'm like, how come it didn't click to me? Right. <laughs> yeah. right. Why is nothing clicking me? And she was like, you know what? You always need something nice in your closet. I ended up buying like this $150 dress. And I I kept telling Brandon, I'm like, Brandon, my mom kept pushing me to buy this dress. And he was like, the dress is really pretty. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, $150, like it just seems so expensive. So got the dress. Um, I keep my nails and my feet done. So nobody had said anything like that. You know, he was just like, we're going to go on a fun date. So did all that stuff. And then got to his house, got dressed. And then we were in the car and he kept stopping or calling people. He kept checking his phone, and then he was like, oh, I gotta stop to go to the bathroom. So we stopped at Applebee's, and he went to the bathroom, he came back, and we met his brother and my sister-in-law on the plaza. 
And it was like, oh, surprise, we're going to go on a boat ride. And it was the coldest day <laughs> of the year. I had on this know, short dress. Y'all know how Kansas and Missouri is. Yeah. I had on this short dress with peep toe, yeah. and my toes started to numb. Like, it was that cold. So we get on this little this little ferry ride. He doesn't want me anywhere around. So, like, him and his brother are like, you know, oh, we're going to go handle business. But you can't be around, which is very different for me because... Brandon doesn't handle most stuff. Like, I, I plan, I organize, I put it together. Yeah. So when he's like, I got this, go stand over there. I'm like, okay. But for some reason, I'm just not catching on because his brother and sister-in-law are there. So I'm like, oh, we're just double dating because we've been saying we're going to do that for a while. Dope. So got on the boat. Brandon starts acting a nut. And that should have been a clue right then. Like, a, we was it, it was some soul jam music it playing. So it wasn't that I was acting nuts. So here, here it is, right? So we're on the boat. No, but from my perspective. You were <laughs> acting crazy. Well, was, from her perspective, I was. But I had my entire family come. And they were, you know, so if you know where the, where the water is down there on the plaza and then up on the hill, Jack Stack is right, right across there. the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to be over there at Jack Stack. They're watching. They, they wanted right to here watch. on top of the hill across the street. They wanted to see it. I can see everybody. They just wanted to see it. I can see everybody. She couldn't see it, but obviously because I knew they were there. Yeah. Yeah. But he's so. freaking out because I pay attention to details. So I saw the videographer as soon as we walked up. And I was like, oh, they're shooting a music video. And then after that, he's like freaking out like, she going to see something, she going to nothing. And I'm like, oh, she's shooting a video. So a some song was playing, but it was a jam, and we in the boat just rocking. Brandon's like, I don't like this song. Change the channel. And I'm like, change the channel? Like, this is your song. What do you mean? Change the channel. So he had me turn around on the boat, and I'm changing the channel. I'm bent over backwards. And apparently, the whole time, they were trying to get the family to move while I was mm-hmm. turning around. So he goes, okay, babe, that's good. It ends on, like, a I, random song. And I'm like... He jumped up in the boat. He jumps up in the boat and almost Sound tips like a the movie. boat over. Sound like a movie. So, like, we're just sitting there. He, We're talking. And next thing you know, he jumps up. It's a small boat. Literally, I my hand touched the water. Like I lean over oh, wow. it, and me and Byrella are like, we going down, we going down. He's just acting a nut. And I'm like, I don't know what in the world's going on. So we get off the boat. A guy comes up to us. He goes, you want to be in a music video? I say, no. <laughs> I get the video on the back. I'm like, no, my feet are cold. I'm hungry. Like, let's go. But Brandon's like, come on, babe. Let's get in the video. And I'm like, okay. So, of course, I'm being like, I don't know why I'm not paying attention, but... Well, Kenyatta has his phone in my it. face, yeah. and I'm like, "Why are you? Why are you recording me?" And then he starts singing. Oh, my God, my yeah, I was like, "That's my song." So we're dancing and stuff, and then I start to hear feet behind me, and I turn around and I see my best friend, and my best friend lives in Oklahoma, and I was like, I froze because I'm like, "Oh, this is this is definitely it." This I thought it, I thought it was gonna happen Thanksgiving because yeah. we were going to see my family on Thanksgiving, so I had kind of resolved in my mind like it's gonna happen on Thanksgiving. Her exact response. Oh, Oh my God! I literally, I saw my best friend, so I knew, and she had the uh, look on her face, and I'm like, oh God. And then I turned around, and there's like all his family, all my family, all my nieces and nephews, and I just screamed. Like, I freaked out. I was like, I don't even know. And I, I remember thinking later, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so like, awkward and embarrassed but yeah that's what happened my dad was like sad the whole night like my brother was like breaking down and I'm like I'm so excited I was (laughs) boo-hooing 
I was so excited. But oh, my brother, he he's like my baby. He like yeah. came, pulled me aside. He just starts booing yeah. on my shoulder. And oh. I'm like, I guess nobody's excited for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like wedding day. Yeah, yeah. like it wasn't. The baby was lost. That's what, I was totally caught off guard. And he thought that I knew the whole time. But I, I don't know what happened. The Lord was on your side. Because yeah. I'm normally pretty nosy. Mm-hmm. And I go looking into stuff. And I'm like, what's going on around me? But I think because I decided that it was happening on Thanksgiving in my head. Like, I had actually planned an outfit for Thanksgiving because yeah. I felt like yeah, it was going to happen then. Yeah. And he had ended up getting all my family from Oklahoma and stuff here. So That yep. was perfect. Yeah, he that did a good so job. Dope. That was dope. Was I got to look it up. Y'all got to look at the video yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had to, like for, for the justice of yeah. you definitely have to see the video um, in credit. Miko once again. Yeah. Right. No, because I, I really like all my, right? all my all my <laughs> former plans had fell apart, and I didn't know what the heck to yeah, do. So that came doing the clutch. Yeah, it was great. all that pressure. That was so pressure. <laughs> it's just terrible, man. But see, the thing is, is like you guys do that, and then you don't have to do anything else. Like yeah. all the yeah. wedding yeah. planning, that's all and all that stuff is yep. up to us. So y'all got now, long as y'all didn't buy no twenty five dollar rings, we was okay. Ooh, I'm gonna okay. go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. And be, oh, I'm gonna be real. I complained. Ooh, that. I complained the it. whole process. Though he I really did. The whole wedding I process. complained the whole process. <laughs> I just don't like to waste money. I don't. <laughs> I get but it. It's one time. Yeah, that's cool. For the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't know, but so I, you divide over fifty years, and it's like ten dollars. Yeah, see, that's the problem. <laughs> And that's the problem. The, like I'm sure the day like raised all of that. The day of it, you seen it was all, all of worth the, it. Yeah, oh yeah. The you day of it, it made everything worth it. Some stuff actually make more sense now than yeah. it did when I was in it. So, yeah. But I complained a lot. Like man. he didn't want a videographer. He didn't, didn't want a photographer. He thought all that was a waste of money. But now he's mm. like, let's watch the wedding video. Let's watch the wedding thing. I'm like, yeah, if we didn't pay for it, you wouldn't And I would have been okay without it, but it, she wanted it. So, right, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. She wanted yeah. it. Yeah, so. I stuck to my guns on that one. Now, like, uh, in order for us to get married, the women have to say yes, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So how did you know you was ready? This was you was going to say yes to this person. What made that per- him but, the one? I mean, you just know it's just something that we feel like, like you said when you you know when when you start to make a person feel a change for you and change your ways and want to not be this way and not want to be that. When I cook for your ass every day, mm-hmm. wash your clothes, <laughs> uh, take your bullshit. Yeah, I pretty much know that I'm ready to marry you. <laughs> but like, I wanted him, like I wanted to, I know his goal was the same thing, but I wanted him to be happy even when I wasn't happy. Like I cared more about, I cared so much about him overall that I never really cared about nobody like that. Like, you know, you've been in relationships and you have dates, you go with people, whatever. And then you, you know, you have heartbreaks or whatever. But for me and him, I just felt, first, one thing, it was easy. Our relationship was easy. We were drama free. It was just, it was just easy going. It was just years of just an easy relationship. Not to say we didn't have, you know, our little minimal problems, but, but it was easy. It wasn't like a bunch of drama. And so I appreciated just, being able to be myself and just, it was just easy for us to be together. It was just, I always felt good around him and I wanted him to be happy. I was just like, you know, I've never wanted to, like, I feel like I love him to the point where it's like, it's weird. I never loved anybody like that. So I just knew then I was like, okay, yeah, I, I loved him more than anything in the world. And I just wanted that forever. And so it was, it sounds super cliche, but I wanted to keep that feeling how I feel about him. I wanted to keep that forever. So I knew, I knew he was it. 
It does. It sounds like a movie. <laughs> um, how did I know? Well, our relationship was not super easy, nor was it super perfect. <laughs> um, I wasn't perfect either. But um, I was a runner. And so, I, like I said about my standards, if you started to look like this was not going to be what what we said it was going to be. And I, if you say something and I can't trust what you say, then I'm out. Yeah. And so that's why me and Brandon have been back and forth so many times because as soon as he started to show those signs, I was like, deuces, <laughs> I see you later. Yeah. Um, but the last time <laughs> that it came back around, something was very different. The first thing that was different was that my relationship with God was different. Mm -hmm. And so I was getting, like, the God was giving me confirmation because Brandon did not look like <laughs> who he was supposed to be quite yet. Um, but we were friends and I had cut him off again for another reason that was very valid, but I had cut him, <laughs> <laughs> I had cut him off again and I hadn't talked to him in months and months and months. So Brandon had moved back to Kansas, um, and I hadn't spoken to him. We hadn't talked or anything. And I was driving in the car in the middle of the night and, um, something was like, you miss Brandon. And it was so weird. And everybody's like, you know, explain that voice. And I'm like, it was just, you misbranded. And then I felt this pain in my chest. And I was like, man, like, I, it was like, I just realized that some, a part of me was missing. Mm -hmm. And I really, really missed him. So <laughs> I texted him that night and I didn't know where he was. I didn't know what's going on. But um, I, at first I wrote like, I love you. And then I was like, I'm not gonna write that. And then I erased it. And then I was like, okay, I miss you. And I was like, I can write that. And I'm not going out like a sucker. Like, <laughs> we're, we're the different, like I'm the guy in my mindset of like, I'm not gonna tell you my feelings. So I, I had written a bunch of like nice things and erased them all. So then finally I was like, I'm just gonna say like drunk text. That way, if he don't respond, I won't look stupid. Yeah. So I, I ended up sending him, <laughs> I ended up sending him tipsy text and he didn't respond. And so, yeah, it, he didn't respond for some days. So I was like, you know what, I'm good. Because, you know, I could just be like, oh, I was drinking. That's why I text you. And we can move on and not, you know, not look stupid or whatever. Um, but it was, I think it was a point that was like, all, all the other times it never seemed worth it. To fight for somebody and to mm -hmm. fight through something, it was mm -hmm. never worth it to me. I was like, it don't feel like it worth it. But this time around, it felt like I'm really fighting for something. Mm -hmm. And... Um, just with like verbal confirmations from the Lord. The Lord would tell me when Brandon did stupid stuff and then I go ask him and <laughs> lo and behold, yeah, 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 I did it, yeah. Um, but then like there were just some times I was just like, God, like, you know, all of these different men that you give us in the Bible, you tell us to go look for men like this and Brandon don't look nothing like this. So I feel like this is my cue to back out because it don't look like what it's supposed to look like. And God was like, I'm fixing it. You know, like I'm working on it. I just need you to be patient. Like in this season, you're going to learn patience, but this is your husband but I'm gonna need you to get patience and I'm gonna need you to ignore all the people around you because everybody around me was like, <laughs> okay, we're not, we're not going here, right? Like, like we're slowly backing out. Like I, for a period of time, I lost friendships because they were like, no, like we, we don't need to be in this relationship. But God was like, you need to ignore all those people because I'm gonna do something in your relationship that hasn't been done for before. So they Amen. love you and they want to see what's best for you, but they don't understand because I'm doing something new here. Yeah. So I had to ignore my friends and the people that love me the most when they were like, you know, this isn't a good idea and just be like, God told me this is my husband. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to do. So 
It just, it finally felt like something worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. And I was willing to um, fight when I got the verbal confirmation from the Lord that he had my back. <laughs> um, but all the other times I was like, okay, this isn't worth it. This isn't worth it. But something eventually changed. that was like, this is definitely worth it. And I think that that pain in my chest of like, something, something is missing from you. And mm. it's been missing for a long time, but now I'm bringing it to your recognition because now it's actually time. Mm. So like sometimes we touch things before it's time, mm. you know, like yeah. we can feel like I wanted to be with Brandon back in high school and all the other times way before then I'm like, man, I really like Brandon and I'm crazy about him and we have such great conversation, but it wasn't time yet. Yeah. So I would be so mad. Like everything is perfect, but why, like, why is it not happening if it's so perfect? And it's because it wasn't time. So like, I was definitely missing a part of me um, in my friendship and my relationship with Brandon, but God knew I was stubborn and he knew I would try to unlock it before it was time. So I think he just hid it away from me until he was like, okay, now I'm ready for something to happen. So then when it was time, he just said, okay, it was like boop, a light flashed on. It was like, you're missing something. And it's, and it's Brandon to be exact. And that pain was like, you need to go get your friend. So that's what happened. It took him a while to respond to me, but he responded. He wasn't about to leave your girl out here. So would you say that now <laughs> you feel complete? Oh, look at him. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah. That pain is gone. Straight up. The pain is gone. Pain is gone. Straight up. The yeah, I didn't reach three days, like right? Four years of grudge you held. Yeah. 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 The saying. real reason I didn't respond, because like I told you, I had went through, a, I went through a, um, a season of growth, and I was curbing all women. <laughs> one time, but I didn't know right. he was in a relationship yeah, then. We yeah. weren't talking. I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Not again. Not now. <laughs> well, now but three are... days later, you suddenly could. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, gross. <laughs> you know he couldn't wait too long. <laughs> I kept gross. looking at it like, yeah. it ain't time yet. Yeah, it ain't time. Gross. <laughs> gross. Gross. <laughs> All right. Gross. The wait has been long enough. Uh-uh. What? <laughs> Oh, this is the damn. This, this is the agree to disagree part. Uh oh. Now, uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you had a uh, question about a ring. The, the ring question. I wanted you oh, to I uh, know. pose what? that. <laughs> oh, the, what about the one from Facebook? The, what was the question? Um, would you take the twenty? Would you ring? take a twenty-four dollar ring? And my answer is no. Terrible. And the reason why I say no, because I feel like, you know, I'm worth more than 25 It's not about what 25. you worth. Oh, yeah, it is. That ring ain't oh, what it's worth? Here we go. <laughs> what what, what you say? Let her have her no, opinion no. on why. So, no, no, so no. somebody buy a $10,000 ring, ring, you worth $10,000? Hell yeah, I'm worth a million dollar ring. You, okay, you, so you ain't nobody going to buy no million dollar ring. Okay. So okay. I'm going to with that. You yeah. don't know that. So, okay, let her have her opinion. That's my opinion, Marcus. Would you have bought and said a twenty-four dollar ring? If that's what I can do, that's what I'm gonna do. But this is my yeah, exactly. That's if that's thing, what you yeah. can do, but if I knew that Dominique do. could do more than that. Yeah. If, you know who that, you can approach with that type of if stuff. If that's what I can do, yeah, absolutely. And that's what's gonna help me be good financially sound. But would you help have you? That's all you already said. First of all, help us. First of all, you already know. Because, that already sounds, well, I, I can't. Men know you who you they can approach with that type of stuff. Yeah. Before with the round table discussion number one, well, probably not number one, but somewhere along the line before engagement even comes, you know your finances. Yeah. I wish right. Dominique exactly. would have ever came. So what if your finances ain't set up straight? 
You still gotta go. Okay. You still gotta go. I said for me, Marcus. I said for me. You said you're a planner and you watch your money. So you can't tell me that if you're a planner financially, you're taking care, handling your business. That twenty five dollars is the most. That's all you can do. So, so this isn't Marcus. I'm talking. I'm speaking on behalf of men. Yes. I'm speaking on behalf of. We aren't talking. You knew better. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I'm wrapping myself up with men. I'm a man. And and as a man. If you putting this dollar value on there, I mean, it's not it, a dollar it, value. And, and let's just, let's just say at a value, young age, everybody in this room ring would cost the same amount. Let's just Let say him get his off real quick. Let's Let just say at off. a young age, man. You know, everybody's not financially sound at a young age. You mm-hmm. may have some bad debt, man. You may still be trying to pay some things off. Now I'm about to add on another debt, and then I'm about to get into a, a marriage to where I'm about to add on another debt with this wedding. You know, you want the photographer and the yeah. videographer. Yeah. That stuff's not cheap. Yeah. So now we're just adding on all this stuff. And now we're married, and I got debt. Let me let me don't let me say something me. real quick. Just don't give me a ring at all. Some some let me men, add on to don't insult me. Don't some give me a ring at all. Some men go broke trying to get a yeah. ring for a woman, and and women. Yeah, but twenty five dollars. Twenty. It's come the on. Difference between going broke and twenty five dollars. Do exactly. not. But don't get so caught up in the price of the ring. My whole thing is. But that's what I'm saying. But don't get. Yeah. Right. But don't get so don't get so caught up in the price of a ring that your marriage suffers from the fact that you're so. But we're talking twenty five dollars. We know people with cheap rings that marriage is still garbage. Yeah. yeah. Come on. But let me add on exactly. to what, what Marcus no was ring. saying though. Like, like, like we uh always like sometimes we ask people like, why you I haven't married it. her yet or whatever, because I'm not financially there yet there. or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so now but you know, financially, it's not just about the ring. Exactly. Because, uh, if the husband is supposed to be a provider, it's not just about the ring. So if if somebody's only not getting married because the cost of a ring, ring? that's different. Yeah. But if you're not getting married because your finances are all out of whack, period, I can understand. But, but a, a lot of the times it's because I want to you to have that wedding that you yes. want, that yes. ring that you exactly yes. want. So mm-hmm. you yes. kind of pressure, not even pressure, like I know you want to get married right now. But I can't afford exactly. to give you exactly what you want. Exactly. I understand that, Dominique. So why even come to me with a $24 ring and Period. insult me if you know what I want? Because a lot of people insulting? come to you and tell you it's, it's not about your finances. Because it's $25? Yeah. Because it's $25. Yeah. Yeah. That's we why all know. Something okay. is going to symbolize our love for the rest of my life. Let me say something real quick. Why does that symbolize love? You said if they was to get the tattoo, it would be cool. I'd get a $25 tattoo. It's yeah. going to be more than $25. Tattoo. I feel... You get so, so here's the thing, okay? <laughs> so I I grew up not having a lot, right? Uh-huh. I, I, and I know how it is to not have a lot. I mean, I'm from Haiti, for crying out loud. So, yeah, like, even there, it's like there has to be a standard for when a man comes to a woman and say... And it is... There has to be yeah. that standard. It's even true. Biblical. You have to put some type of value into just the <laughs> thoughts, right? Just the idea, right? Mm-hmm. How much did I think about this idea? How how much did I put into it? You know, what? even if it was just, okay, I only have 25. I don't know if you've seen the thing that I, it was, it's a stupid meme, but it's it makes sense. Somebody asked a guy, it said a guy gave me, one guy gave $10 and the other guy gave 20. The guy who gave 10, 10 was all he had. The guy who gave mm-hmm. 20, oh, did you send me that? Yeah. Oh, the guy who had 20 uh, had 200. So. So that the difference in that is if you don't have a lot, that's all you have to bring to the table. And we're working on us becoming a thing. And we talked about this. 
this is what we're going to do right now, and we agree to that, that's one thing. But if you're saying, I'm only willing to spend $25 on this marriage, on this ring, on this whatever, because to me that says the ring, the symbol of your love, your relationship, and all that, it's not quite that important to you for you to put extra thought into it. I'm not saying that extra thought has to be $20,000. I'm not saying it has to be $10,000. I'm saying it has to be... What are you capable of doing that you're thinking about, that you save for, Mm -hmm. that you put some effort Mm -hmm. into for Mm -hmm. us to be together, for you to present to me Mm -hmm. as a woman, as the caliber of woman that you know I am. In exchange for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. This is for the rest of my life. You're asking me for my life, essentially. You're saying, hey, I want your life. Because that's what it is. You're you're you want it forever. So this the is price forever. of the ring determines your happiness. No, I didn't say that at all. I'm asking that question. No, you totally missed what yeah, she just you, said. No, hold I don't on. know I'm, how I'm, you I'm, I'm asking the question. No, it does not. Because rather you have a, a fifty thousand dollar ring or a five dollar ring, if you're in a crappy relationship, it's gonna be a crappy it's relationship. Crappy. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, is at least put it, you know, marriage is so is disrespected. You know, but right now people are taking marriage so lightly. And from someone who came from, you know, parents being married 44 years and just seeing what marriage is, it kind of pisses me off when people play with marriage. Yep. So to me saying, oh, let me get engaged with this $25 ring, it's kind of pissing on marriage. Right. And so to an, to a degree, if you do have it and you choose to do that, yeah. that's a problem. If you don't have it and that's all you can afford to do, that's what you can't afford to yeah. do. It doesn't. It, it, it's if you do have it, and the marriage itself, the the thought itself, wasn't as important for you than to, than your shoes, than the price of your shoes. Yeah. That's where I find the problem with Just that. Just because you can afford to do something doesn't mean you need to do it. Oh stop. Yeah. And we're it's so we're we're so stuck on the number twenty five. It can be fifty. No, that's what it we're can talking be seventy five. We were talking about but, the twenty five dollar thing. The on over, but the overall that's point the is is that there's so much pressure on the cost of a ring. The cost. No, it's not. I don't think that you're talking about We're not speaking about us. We're not speaking about us. Lissette said the time and the effort that it took for you to come with this presentation. So she's saying in the amount of time you took and the amount of effort and everything you did to pull something together, the only thing that you could come up with was $25. When she knows that you have things that are more expensive, your shoes cost more than that, then that is an issue. Because if you're saying, like my husband said, babe, I've been planning our engagement for six months. In six months, you could only come up with $25. You know, but you can you can with the quickness. You know, my husband will drop a hundred dollars at Vitamin Shop right now. You know, <laughs> right, then right, you right. for a woman you start to measure like, you know, well you can spend this amount on yourself, but twenty five dollars is all it's worth. So what we're saying is, if you plan on a wedding for six months, you can't tell me that in six months you could only come up with $25. And then it doesn't necessarily seem like a need thing. It seems like a I don't care thing. Yes. So, and so agreed. it's and it's it, even if it's let's say in six months you you work in a part-time job, you save it money, et cetera, and in six months the most you could come up with with two hundred and fifty dollars. Cool. But the you thought put that, that you put in it. the time and yes. the effort agreed. and you, you I, went I, to I, the agreed. extent is different. I agree. It's uh, different. So it's not all. That. So it's not all about the ring you propose with. It's the ring that you get. You get See, married. I, with. I mean, so I didn't know there was a like. To a me, the idea is there's not really a difference unless that's unless that's a set thing. Like we talked about it, and this is my 
engagement ring. By the time we come to the wedding, there's going to be a different one. I don't know. Maybe you would felt the moment. You're like, oh, right now, I just wanted to get married right now. I was driving home, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to marry her. I don't know if that was the case. Mm-hmm. But to me, in my mind, when you present this ring to me, and this is the ring that the pastor hold and say, this is a symbol of your love. And as this ring goes around and around, it's like people be like, oh, the ring means nothing. Like literally your vows are said with these with this mm-hmm. ring, and this yeah. is the ring you have forever. Yeah, for forever. We didn't I mean, say don't get a ring. We no, didn't say that. But we, see, we we understand the value. But you're acting like you're gonna go purchase a ring every other week. It's not like you're buying me dinner or you buying me an outfit. You're buying me one thing. Right. One thing. And if and I'm maybe not... if we agree to an upgrade later in life, we agree to an upgrade. But you mean to tell me that one thing, you expect it to be the bare minimum, what you would spend on gas? But what if I that guy's not financially stable dinner. at the time? But then that's, that's different. different story. That's so what what's the reasonable, is saying. that a reasonable price? And what we should is too low. It depends on It depends on you. It yeah. depends on you, and it depends on your relationship's finances. So so what you're saying is at some point, if you're in a situation... $25 is okay. $25 is okay if you're in that situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, but what said we're saying is that from our perspective, mm-hmm. our perspective, who we're married to, okay? Yeah. I know how much coin you bring home, okay? Yeah. She knows how much coin tea brings home, vice versa. We also know how much money you spend on yourselves. Yeah. So for us and the relationship that, that we have, sense. if you came and threw a $25 ring at us, we would be like... It's a slap in the face. You yeah. didn't even try. I mean, you know, it doesn't even seem like any effort. Y'all spend $60, $70 on flowers that's going to die yeah. in a week. In a week. But you don't come to me when that makes sense. Then I'm supposed to wear on my yeah. hand for Forever. 50 years? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Stop. You get what I'm saying? You buy a flower. You, he just ordered me some strawberries. Probably going to drop $40 on them. <laughs> I'm going to eat these strawberries, shit never- them out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm supposed to wear this $25 ring on my hand That's for the rest of my life. finger up. So, okay. I, and I don't know if I'm off subject by asking this question. What happens if you lose your ring? That's the, I mean, Go I buy just want to know, like, what happens if you, you know, you spend all question. this money, you spend all this money on this ring? Well, my ring has insurance on it. Not everybody's ring. Well, we ain't talking about everybody. We speaking in general. We speaking about everybody. You spend a large amount of money on your ring. Then every man that was smart that was smart enough to go through all the details and find out how much, what type of ring it is, and the quality, and all that other stuff. They probably got insurance, and a lot of rings come with like you know the first we got the first year insurance, and we got two years of insurance, or whatever the case is. Anytime you buy anything expensive there should be some type of insurance on it. And, so that's not even a And I think, I think question. this, so so I think that I, here's, here's what made me mad about the $25 ring situation. I don't think, like, realistically, men would be thinking that, oh, I can just buy this $25 ring and that's it. It's that whole, we're back to that whole standard thing yeah, again, and we're it. back to that whole, I think I was more upset at the women on the comments that were like, I'll take a $25 ring. Ring don't mean a thing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, y'all got these million-dollar rings, and y'all got these crappy relationships. Yeah, you have a $25 ring. You have one, too. Like, I yeah, feel like the women... We, we've come to a point, and it's unfair. We come to a point that we're so desperate yep. that we that we don't desperate? put. We we are a yep. woman who accepts twenty five dollar ring is desperate. I'm not saying a woman who accepts twenty five dollar ring is desperate. No, we're back to situational again. Like if I'm, I want to be married to this man so bad that I'm willing to let him belittle what we have going on for that. 
and and I feel like there are men that if you're 19 and and and, and you don't have a job yet or you're in college and you're struck, like there's there's a time and place for a $25 ring. I completely agree with it's okay. But for me to see all the people on Facebook, all the women saying, "Oh yeah, women want to they want to talk about this $25 ring and they can't even give themselves a $25 ring." It's like we're back to that whole thing again where it's like I got to be belittle myself now and I feel like everyone was on amen corner because yep. people who would demand expensive things. Like, you, you demand a Gucci bag, but you're not going to demand a ring that symbolizes your marriage. You you demand yep. for him to buy you red bottoms, but when it comes to the ring, the one thing, you know, that represents your marriage, you don't care about that. Right. You know, it's like, you can't you can't play that whole, oh, I'm not materialistic on one part, mm-hmm. and then be like, oh, when it comes to the ring, it doesn't mean nothing. You're mm-hmm. devaluing marriage. And I just feel like that, that's, my, that's my thoughts. And it, it yep. might not be the case. It might not even be the place where they're coming from. Fair but not. you can't be... I'm, it might not be. It may not be. But you can't be someone who expects a man to spend all this money on you, to wine buy, to take you out, to, to wine and dine you, who care about materialistic stuff. And then when it comes to marriage, you're like, meh. Like, that's the thing that I'm con- that's concerning for me. But you grow I, to that point. You grow to what point? You grow to that point to be able to... Spend that money and shower and wine and. Dine. Well, I'm saying the people who are doing that in their relationships, and then they're saying, "Oh, the ring. I did, then don't put any extra effort on the ring." I mean, you, you, if you're a girl who's used to a guy buying you stuff, it's funny because it's weird because the $25 ring was a thing and everybody wanted to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's do it." But then it's a secure the bag, you know, like that's a thing too. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are so flipped. Pe- it's just it's weird, and it's like I feel like. Society is so focused on what everybody else is okay Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And, and everybody on Facebook with this amen corner and this $25 ring didn't even have to be a thing. That girl who made that video, she didn't even have to put that video. You know, that $25 ring became a thing. It became a thing when we started saying, yeah, I'll take it. It's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that $25 ring. And then I see a lot of people shaming the women who are like, no, I wouldn't take it. It's Stop. just not my thing. Yeah. If you're okay with the $25 ring, be okay you're with the okay. $25 ring. But don't ring. be mad at me don't for be wanting I'm not my okay ring to be nice. Ring. Don't be mad at me for that because your husband, your fiance, boyfriend at the time, know who he can do that to. And I just feel that way. Dominique, and I know Marcus and uh, Brandon, would not have came to us with no $25 ring. I'm just wondering what I'm trying to figure out where that thought no. comes from that I need an expensive ring. That I need it's not no, nobody about said me. you need an expensive ring. And that's what we're nobody saying. We're not that. talking, we're right. really not talking about $25 ring then. Y'all not saying you need well, an we're expensive talking about We're not this. talking about $25. <laughs> we're, talking we're talking about, about overall but right the now, pressure that it I takes. Think that, yeah. The pressure that it takes for a man that he's like, man, I gotta buy this lady a ring. Man, I really only have this much money. I'm really only financially set up for this. Then but that's I got okay. nah, yeah, I but I really it. gotta sit up here and I gotta go above and beyond what I really can do and what I really should do. That's effort. Here's that's, the deal. That's not effort. You work when harder. You work all the time. You when you're you getting do, married, you when you're getting married, you know who you you have. You yeah. know who you have when you're getting married. Yeah. So if you're walking into a marriage and you feel like, oh, I have to do this to keep up with this woman and et cetera, you might be going in. To something that's not necessarily you what you be. should be exactly. going into. And that's from a financial standpoint. What about my love, though? Yeah, my love I mean, is real. I mean, I get that your love is great. I can take but care I'm, of you. I'm not talking about you, but I'm saying if you think that you're going into a marriage with a woman and you, she knows that you're not financially stable, right. but she's going to require 
all of these grandiose things from you. What I'm saying is you might want to check that. That's not the one you want to be married. That's not really the issue because yeah. I think for everybody, it's it's back to what she said from the beginning. And I know that guys and girls that we just want to disagree in this subject. Yes. Yeah. I know you guys don't want to take the take what we have to say, but it's like no, it's listening. situational. Yes. It's just whatever is working for, for your, your relationship. relationship. Absolutely. If you're millionaires. And he pops up with a $25 ring, but we driving around and, you know, all this other stuff. It's kind of like, well, that doesn't really make sense. You right. know, like, well, I'll drop, you know, a lot of these guys out here got every single J that come out. Every other week, Jordan drop a new pair of shoes. Right. And you got Jordans every other week, brand new shoes. But then when it comes to me and our um, our promise for forever, you only want to spend $25. And right. if I don't accept it, there's something wrong with me. For women, that's that's where we have to start to draw the line on yes. standards because guys will pull some things on mm-hmm. us yeah. in the name of, and y'all will, y'all try yeah. to make y'all it seem like that's, that's, just like, that's just like having a man every, listen, go out yeah. and work every day and bring him the bacon and you want him to cook it too. Like, if you're yep. gonna if you're gonna buy it, I'm gonna I'm cook, cook it. it. I'm gonna right. meet you halfway. Yep. You, you can't buy the house. You, I'm gonna make it a home. Exactly. Right, exactly. Come on now. But but I, you're is, not gonna accept me halfway, so don't come with me halfway. But all we're saying, all we're saying is that all we're saying is that there's pressure, right, Miko? You said, um, you said, you know, well, y'all did it. You know, y'all y'all did it. Yeah, we succumbed to the pressure because there is pressure. That's how we're trying to tell you. Like yeah. there's pressure? pressure on the man. You like so each and every one of us this, did spend money but on but it. This but is way before the twenty. Y'all didn't I know do it, that. But that just, was but it came natural for y'all. We talking about it came natural. natural. I know, but I'm, I'm just talking. I'm talking about everything in a nutshell. I'm just want okay. you to know that there is pressure Go there, I and can the fact, it. like you and you just said, you said y'all. Well, y'all did it. You know, yeah, we did. So there's no pressure for us as women. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta. Thank you. Our not pressure. Not once. Not, look, yeah, what's that? Not once did I say that there's that. not pressure you, I know, for you. I just you know, put all lives matter right. thing. I get it. You really did. Straight up. Straight up. It's one of those things that I was about to. I don't want you all to dismiss that there is pressure for us. And a lot of times you succumb to the pressure. And that's. Oh, because we know what's next. We did, right. We know what's exactly. next. So, There's so, a wedding so, that needs to be planned. Absolutely. So, it's going to be... But I the wedding the, is... Then you're going to want a house. We're not expecting you to pay that by yourself. I we're not that. expecting so you to pay your, your house by yourself. What? What? We're not expecting you to pay for the wedding by <laughs> yourself. Still, we're just not. It's no. still a lot of pressure. We're not just, expecting you to do that. That pressure. That pressure is with us together. That pressure is together. The ring pressure is the only one that you got by... You can't handle the one piece that you got to handle by yourself. you going somewhere else. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Pressure. So there is pressure. One pressure. That's the one piece right, we, you buy yourself on. But it's pressure, and it's, on. we we we're gonna close this question now. <laughs> but I think I think the most important thing y'all said to make us get it a little more clear is that it's situational. Absolutely. That's what you have to make clear is that it's situational. I'm glad you said that because when we're up here talking. It sounds like we're just speaking to ourselves and not yeah. speaking in general. Right. So it is yeah. situational. Absolutely. So that's important. Like I mean, so. Agree to disagree? Always and forever on that. <laughs> I mean, it's rich or poor, don't come at me with a $25 ring. I'm going to leave it at that. How do you know your ring won $25? Though, oh, oh, I know. Like, like, she like, she like, she like, she that's what I'm saying. How do you know her won $25? Because she went with It's just asking what we're talking about. They go get it appraised. Yeah. No, you have to in order to get it. That's why you got to just be honest with it. Tell me you wouldn't have gotten it appraised if you didn't have to. I had to. We had to get it appraised. Actually, he didn't have to. I know you have to. 
for the insurance, but y'all would do it. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if the insurance asks you, say, tell me how much it is, I'll give you the insurance on it, and they do it. I ain't gonna front. I would, if it. I wouldn't have been there, it would have been a phrase. <laughs> right, that's real. And I, I, that's how I kill all that. Have yeah. her go with me. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just not like that for me. Well, I spent $25 on that ring. I don't care. Now, fellas, uh, you know, when we get engaged, like, it just seemed like women just come out of no. Even women that wouldn't talk to you before, like, yeah. none of they just come out of nowhere flirting with engaged you. Engaged or married? Uh, huh? Engaged. Engaged when you get married too, but when that engagement process come in, they really start flirting before you. I think you, they got time. Yeah. Snatch you up before you marry. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, he was a good man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's willing to marry her. He, he, even oh. chicks you wasn't even talking to though. Right. Like even yeah. chicks, they'll just come out of nowhere. So how do you? And it be nice looking women and all that stuff too. So how do you? How do you fight that temptation? You start down. Well, I want to hear this. Mine is simple. Everybody know how, I'm, how I am. I'm just real honest. Like, I mean, for me, it's like pretty easy. So it's just like, yeah. they they knew. I, like, as soon as I got engaged, I let everybody know that I was engaged. <laughs> hey, so, she crazy. I, do not and get then my going back. into it, going into the engagement, I knew that I didn't want to mess with nobody else <laughs> anyway. So it wasn't really no pressure for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... But oh baby, it didn't stop him from getting in that inbox. Oh uh, yeah. Uh-oh. That is. I mean one, two in the morning. Girl, don't get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat that question for me, Domino. How 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 do you fight that temptation of all these beautiful honeys coming at you, oh, man? Boy. What, think, was they all beautiful? Right. I mean, it, it's some honeys. I think I think I can't um, speak to their inside, I can speak to their outside outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not easy, man, because when you do get engaged and when you do get married, there's a light that shines on you. You get what I'm saying? Like, man, you are shining, and people see that. You get what I'm saying? That light, that light is um is, is radiating off of you, man. So people are attracted to that. You know, they're attracted to that level of confidence that you have once mm. you're married, right? Um and <laughs> and so temptation, man, it's a daily battle. It's not something that you will perfect, you know, today, tomorrow. Like every day, it's a daily battle, man, because mm -hmm. there are beautiful women in this world. There's um, good looking men in this world, right? Um, me and my spouse are, are very good looking as well. So <laughs> shout, out, shout out to our parents. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but for real. That, good jeans. <laughs> right, good, good, good jeans, good jeans. It's a daily battle that you face, man, because you have no idea what you're going to be faced with when you leave that house, right? You have you have no idea um, what's coming your way, man. So so for me, I just try to, I try to stay prayed up, right? I try to stay prayed up, and I definitely communicate with my wife whenever there is something out of the ordinary, right? I try to communicate with her. Um, I I have to, man, because um, I wasn't taught that. You know what I mean? I had I had a lot of bad habits that I had to break. But then again, it's trial and error too, because you know some things. You would do, you make a mistake, but you have to communicate and you have to learn and grow from it. So it's a it's a daily battle for me, man. And and you find as you grow again, we're believers, man. So as, as I grow spiritually, I get a lot better at it, you know. And some days are worse than others, man, because some days, you know, me and my wife may be may be feuding. You get what I'm saying? The devil knows just what to do. He knows just what to do. So stay prayed up. I think we um we grew up very different. Some things that I think are inappropriate. Brandon's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And so for us, being around other married couples has been like the most help because we can hear that other people kind of go through things similar to us. <laughs> we can hear. Um, 
Yeah. Um, and then we we get advice from people in all different ages that kind of express to us, you know, what's happened. And then for us, as we were getting engaged, everybody we knew was getting a divorce. Like 99% of the people that we knew was getting a divorce or getting separated or whatever the case was. And so we kind of had a crash course in, well, this is what not to do going into our marriage. Just watching those relationships unfold and seeing and hearing what caused it. I think that it put us on a higher alert once we were engaged and married to be like, okay, this this really can, you know, start off as some little and then next thing you know, you're getting a divorce. I say for me, man, all, and everything you guys said, man, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, but for me, I I just think everything out. You know, like we said, said I, I just plan everything out, think everything out. So it's just like, man, I mean, what happens if I do mess up, man? Facts. It's like, <laughs> okay, so for this temporary fuck up, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to lose my wife, lose my kid, Lose everything I have. You know, I know you said, you know, once you get engaged, but just even then, it's like, you know, am I really just going to, for a temporary situation, just mess up everything? You know what I'm saying? It just, yeah. you know, what, what's the joy? And then, then you and just your look. logic works in my favor. Well, but, then, <laughs> but then you just look at the person, too. It's like, yeah. okay, this is good people right here. Yeah. So, am I hurt her for this? Yeah. I mean, because... She going to find out. Right. Even if she don't find out, just that, that be pride in being a man, that pride in just taking care of home, that pride in just doing the right thing. I got, I got tons of pride. Y'all, y'all know. I, I got hella pride. Mm-hmm. And so just from, from that standpoint of just knowing that I'm a clean nigga, mm-hmm. I got pride in that. And people know that. So yeah. you, if you know me, yeah. you know that I'm clean. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I take pride in that. <laughs> yeah, so, when, so when people look at me, they know... That's a clean nigga. He 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 real he real nigga. He clean, mm-hmm. and I take pride in that. And mm-hmm. I don't and I don't want that to be tarnished. So my my name I stand by. Mm-hmm. And same That's thing. I mean, I'm not going off chain, but just nah, same talk. thing with him. Like, hey, who's him? Yo, blue. Okay. Yo, <laughs> who's blue? That's my boy. Okay. Yes, like, sir. You you gonna be clean. <laughs> you gonna be clean. Okay. When when people hear your name, they gonna know who they associated with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, man. And I, and I I think also, I think also like. You you are already exhausted from what's going on in your relationship. Yeah. So you right. may the stress you may have in your relationship. You so to so <laughs> so to add on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you really think it through, like I'm one of them think people too who sit back and like think it through, like eh, that wow. ain't even wow. worth it. That's, that's and then when she gets mad at you, she gonna tell your wife, and then it's gonna be all bad. <laughs> and I just feel like I know this was a man's question, and we're jumping in, but go ahead. I feel like. Cheating on your spouse, like if you're married, you 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 had these vows and you you know you said this in front of God and everybody else. Yeah. I feel like when you cheat on your wife, it's a character flaw. Like there's something there you're lacking something as a man. It, it's it's something wrong with your character, and I and you're not to be trusted in other areas. You know, are you gonna are you gonna steal at work? Are you gonna do, like you're trying mm. to get up? Mm. I, I feel like it's 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 deeper than just here's a fine girl and I'm just gonna. Get yeah. on her. Something in your head is telling you. Self-control. Yeah, like, like, like there's it's a character flaw there. And and whether it's a mistake or not, if you catch that mistake and you and you end it and you fix it, that's one thing. But if you are a cheater, right. it's a character flaw. And and there's just something wrong with you. Just just period. <laughs> that's I, seriously. Just don't get and, and that's my zero tolerance. Like for me, I know what kind of guy he is. I know he is that guy. He is not gonna cheat on me. He is loyal. He is mm-hmm. honorable. 
and he takes pride in being Girl, that guy. Your husband. He is, <laughs> yeah. and I and I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. And and I don't care what anybody says. He, you know, he's he's anal in certain areas about his whole life, and that includes his family. And I'm extremely proud of that. And so if he cheats on me, if if he cheat on me, I know he if he that's dishonorable. He does something like that. I know at that point we are no longer what we were. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's a big deal because yeah. we are no longer what we were to each other. He doesn't feel what we felt for each other because there's something wrong there. If mm-hmm. he's willing to, to sacrifice his character to do this act, then there's, there's a whole problem. We have a yeah. huge, we have a bigger problem than just some fine chick wow. walking in. We, we have Absolutely. a bigger problem than that. Yeah. Then maybe we should be apart. And maybe this has to end because mm-hmm. it's not that the chick, you know, there's fine people everywhere. There's mm-hmm. always going to be someone finer than yeah. me. Always gonna be. There's always it might be a guy finer than him. You know, I haven't met him yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's always she do be. go to yoga at eight a.m. in the morning <laughs> on Saturdays. There's always gonna be a better looking chick because after I have your kid, my body's gonna change, and I can go do this and that. I can go get it fixed, plastic surgery, whatever. But there's always gonna be that one person who's better. better, better. Who's yeah. there's this yeah. there's chicks all over Instagram that look like. Kim Kardashian kit, and they look perfect, and and you know, and and they have an advantage because they don't have to have the daily stresses with your husband. They don't they don't have to have that. Facts. They, so they have an advantage on you. Facts. They have an advantage of not having to be that wife who hold their husband accountable. Because to us, they just, brand new. They're when brand new. When we, they, they come, yeah. They're just on the outside. It's like yeah. this little toy you get to play with. So you don't see they the flaws. So they yeah, have yeah, an advantage. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do have that advantage. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I don't care what nobody said. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's got to be your spouse. There's got to be something more in your spouse yeah. than just looking at a fine chick. There's got to be more. I would say that if, if someone has made that mistake, it's not the end of the day. Just don't do it again. And grow from it. Learn from it. Learn from it. I mean, I I never want to put anybody down. Oh, absolutely. That's why I say if you do it and then you realize your mistake and you fix it, that's one thing. But if you just cheat, if you're a cheater, like there's a difference between someone who cheat, who who made a mistake, who was having a bad time, going through a rough patch in their relationship, and and they were vulnerable, and somebody just happened to pick up the pieces because, again, they had that advantage, and they, they, they got weak and it happened. That's different than Preach. someone who cheats on you. If you're Maybe. continuously cheating on your spouse, or male or female, yeah. same thing. If you're continuously cheating on your spouse, something is missing. Mm-hmm. And it's bigger than that. That person is fine. And then something and else sex is, is not just always cheating in a marriage. You facts, know, facts. If you oh, yeah. entertain Agreed. a woman or another man in any form, that yeah. you that's cheating. To a certain degree yeah. where you know it'll Even, hurt your spouse. Yeah. If any yeah. form that's hurting your spouse, it's cheating. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It's, it's it's lust. It's cheating. You got you got to get that evil spirit out of you. Yeah. You have to. That's and a good. lot of people Talk mess up them. when they don't put God in the forefront of their relationship. Yeah. We 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 ask God for these spouses, yeah. and then when we get that spouse and we had that good run, we want to take God out the yeah. equation. Yeah. Absolutely. Preach. Absolutely. We, you yeah. want to take God out the equation, yeah. and, and your you foundation goes out of the yeah. equation as well. Your foundation gonna it's gonna and then working. We are guilty of it. We get in, we date, and we have fun. Once we get in there, the day I am strong on, I want to continue today. We got to keep the flame yeah, going because that opens the door for cheating. Yeah. That opens the door to let that girl get in and smile and yeah. Yeah. conversation, start texting. You right. got to keep your relationship open and spicy. I fall short. Dominique falls short. We all fall short. But it's you got to have an open mind and an open heart to find ways to keep your relationship 
strong and find ways to keep your relationship spicy. You know, you ain't yeah, go, yeah. it ain't gonna always be perfect. And I don't want no perfect man because I ain't perfect. Right. You're gonna be you always expect me to be yeah, perfect. Yeah, you're gonna expect me to be perfect. No, I ain't gonna be perfect. <laughs> but I'm just saying what as far as from a cheating perspective, don't ever give no man or no woman no room to get up under your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's just that enemy is there. Somebody else the enemy is there. They have an advantage. Right. Okay. The, the yeah. enemy they is there. They have a complete yeah. advantage, and I need people to understand they that. They have yeah. the advantage that's, because that's true. somebody's going to always have the qualification that my husband don't got or that, uh, that Dominique Either doesn't way. have or uh, yeah. that I don't have. Yeah. And if you let the enemy in your door, that's the first thing that's going to pop up is yeah. that qualification that I yeah. like. That one yeah. qualification. That one thing. Yeah. And that yeah. opens that door. And it turns yeah. into just a hello mm-hmm. in the inbox. And yes. then he responds. It's like, what she want? Let me say what's up. You cheat. We were talking about that. It's just that simple. We were talking about this last night with a group of friends and they were basically saying that like cheating is um to the prevention of cheating is for both the male and the female to prevent so the husband and wife have to work together right. mm-hmm. so like they were saying that one of the biggest things that women do is when we get mad we want to hold okay. sex as a ran- as a ransom right. okay right. so sure. like if that is your thing i'm going to keep withholding sex i'm going to keep every time we yeah. argue i'm going to keep yeah. withholding sex you are now creating a wide open door yes. for somebody else to come mm-hmm. in right. and fulfill that give need. him that one thing if, I, right, if yeah. i'm not getting it at home there's yeah. someone yeah. out there that's more than willing. Right. Yeah. Not to say that. Right. Not to say that's an excuse. It's not an but, excuse. No, but it's, it's not. It's starts becoming a problem when you've communicated with with your spouse and they just don't care. Right. Then yeah. it's just emotionally hurtful. Yeah. Right. It, it becomes more than just you're not giving me sex. Right. I have told you that we haven't had sex in this amount of time and it's affecting me. I have needs. Yeah. And you don't care. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is it's both of our jobs to fulfill yeah. the relationship yeah. and the that's marriage. Real. If I'm saying, hey, you don't listen to me and I'm trying to talk to you, I'm trying to pour out my heart or I mm-hmm. keep saying stuff to you. Mm-hmm. You come back 30 minutes later and ask me what I said or you could continue to repeat the things that I've already said to you hurt me. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, OK, well, let me find somebody that does listen, like, you know, you gotta even if it's signs. not sex. The there's there's just so here. many things and that yeah. whenever we ignore our partners or yeah. are based off of pride, we do whatever it is we want to yes. do. We leave wide open doors for somebody to yeah. come mm-hmm. in and fill up those cracks. And it's not even let me find someone that's going to listen. That person is going to appear. Will oh, appear. Gonna you know what I'm saying? Right. They ain't let me find. You ain't right. gotta find him because he's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, yeah. I think, and I he's think he or she. Thank you, Dominique. Yeah. Um, and I think Marcus hit it on the head when he said, um, "You got to think of the grand scheme of things, right? Mm-hmm. You got to think of everything in the grand scheme, man. Is this really worth it? You yeah. know, is, is a few seconds, a few minutes worth it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you built with because truth be told, when that woman that? or that man know that you're married and they they that temporary fix. It's like they probably don't even want you to begin with. They probably just doing something just to be doing it because they probably got a man or a woman that they're mad at. So y'all, you didn't messed up your whole life for this temporary fix for a person that probably don't even want you to begin mm-hmm, with. Yeah. Just want to rekindle a flame or just because your sex is good, I want him one more time or or maybe even to make your husband mad or make your wife mad. Just don't get caught up in the in the in the in the, the fifteen minutes of the fame. fifteen yeah. minutes. Of fame. And, yeah. Don't get caught up in that. If I'm if I'm a chick from the outside, right, mm-hmm. and you constantly complain to me, oh, my wife doesn't give me enough sex, my wife doesn't give me, what is the one thing I'm going to do? I'm going to give you sex. I'm going to try to give you. That, that's the one thing you're going to focus on. So yeah. you're going to have that one thing with that other person. That yeah. one thing. That's all you're going to have. Yeah. You know because your wife still has everything, everything else she needs. Mm-hmm. Still have everything else she needs. Mm-hmm. But that one thing is all you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And then you end up, if you leave your spouse, you know, you leave your spouse, you go be with that person, and then you realize, oh, snap. That's all they had to offer. Yep. yep. 
So you, even she if it cook, ends she up being, she don't do none she of don't the things. my mental, none yeah. of that. She just got sick. Yeah. Just yeah. sex. It's way and, and, and then you realize, oh, wait, that's not enough. Yeah. Had I worked with my wife to be able to get that, why are you not having sex, sex with me? Yeah. What's the mm. problem? Is it, be, is it, you're not, are you, are you just, is your body changing? Communicate. Is it communication? Communicate. Are you tired? Do you work a lot? You know, it's funny because I work a lot and I used to work a lot more, but I don't work as much anymore. But I would think about it. As I'm driving home, I'm like, oh my God, it's been day three. Like, yeah. dang. Like, I want it now. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, it's like you're, you're thinking about, like, oh, I haven't had sex with my husband. And so I think about it, not that I'm like, oh, let me do it as out of obligation. Yeah. I think about it like, if, it's t- if I'm wanting it, I know he's, it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's time for him because I feel like it's time for me. Mm-hmm. So let me make that additional yeah. effort. Yeah. Yes, I work 12 hours today, but you know what? I'm about to go home, I'm about to put it down. Yeah. Just because you gotta think about yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah. And so often we get busy in our lives, yeah. and, and, and wives always get this bad thing like, oh, we're withholding sex, we don't have sex, but just think about it. You're running this whole house, you have a job, you have a kid, you are doing a million things, you're not even thinking about it. You're not even thinking about it. And if you have the kind of husband who's not vocal, who's not gonna say anything, they're just gonna be like counting in their head, like, oh, we haven't had sex in three months, yep. and we haven't had sex in this time. And I've seen the post where a guy was like writing down all the times that the women. He wrote down all the times his wife turned him down. Yeah. If your wife is turning you down that much, there's something else there. Yeah. Like, there, there's something else. You know, and, and for us, for women, we act a lot on emotion. Like, yeah. there, there's something on a, on a from the emotional side that we're not getting. Mm-hmm. We're just not getting that connection from you. If I'm feeling disconnected from you, I'm not going to want to sleep with you. Yeah. So there's a disconnection. And so it goes deeper than just the sex. Mm-hmm. But the sex is all you're thinking about because that's the outward thing that you feel like is, is the problem. Mm-hmm. But it goes deeper than just sex. Why are you why, not, why are why we are we not, not having, having sex? Right. Because it's there. We sleep in the bed every night together. Right. Why are we not having sex? Yeah, so you got to make an effort to think about what's don't. going on. And most relationships don't want to have that conversation because they're scared of what's going to be said. Yeah. yeah. So they, they just close down mm-hmm. the communication. I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear. I don't want him to hurt my feelings. I don't know what he's going to say. So right. I don't even want to talk about it. I shut yeah. it out. Bad idea. Yeah. Because it builds up in him, it builds up in me. Yeah. Now we both sexually deprived. Everything's pissing us off, and now I'm gonna explode. Yeah. He ain't mm-hmm. gonna explode, so it's gonna make me explode. <laughs> then he gonna explode. Now we got a big ass explosion in our house when we could have just talked day three and yeah. get, got so it over with. Yeah, yep. you know. Yeah, that's it. What? He said it's my fault. No. I mean, I, you know, and a lot of people, and I know the whole marriage thing. I know we're probably going off and. And I say this a lot, and I, and I talk to women a lot, and when we're talking, and it's like, a lot of women are now, oh, marriage is too much work. It's work. Hell, everything is work. Yeah. Dating is work. Work is work. Being single is work. I mean, I it's all work. It's a different thing. type of work, but it's mm-hmm. all work. Starting your own business is work. Everything. But if you really want to start your own business, you're, you're going to bust your ass, and you're going to start your business. Work. I mean, you work. <laughs> Living is Living work. Living life is work. work. You yeah. got to, you know... Every day is work. You got, and if you're not working, then you Luke. ain't living. So what do? Um, so obviously, I, th- I think for us, it's very easy to say. You know, we're at, we're at a stage in our life where it's very easy to say, "Hey, okay, we know how to get past the temptation." What about the guys and women that don't know how to get past the temptation? The people that really don't know how to value relationships. I know for me, for the longest, I didn't know how to value women. Mm-hmm. You know, women weren't a value to me, and mm-hmm. that was a huge reason. For me, cheating—you get what I'm saying—and right. a, a lack of self-control right. as well, right? But I just didn't value women. I didn't value what they were, right? Yeah. To the point 
where I do now. And you didn't I, value those relationships. Right. You were right. also not married either. It's true. And you, I, you didn't take that extra step yeah. to be like, let me be with this girl forever. This is the one. Yeah. So that's the difference. Yeah. Like, and, I'm not saying it's okay to cheat while you're dating. Because, right. I mean, but you, you're dating. So you're like, eh. But if you're not, if you don't value that relationship, that's a difference. That's, that's very true. Um, and, and, it, and it's so true. But I know people. Right. And I was almost one of those yeah. one of those guys yeah. that got married out of obligation. I got married because I I, I was too afraid yeah. to like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it would have been a huge mistake had I married my ex. Right, because you wasn't I, ready. And I, and I almost did it. You get what I'm saying. I almost yeah. married her. So I know that all of those bad habits and things, even with me marrying her, they still would have surfaced. You yeah. get what I'm right. saying. Right. They Makes still would have surfaced. Yeah. So and then you, know, you probably would have cheated. You probably did. Absolutely. It so been, so I encourage any I encourage anyone out there, um, if you are struggling with temptation and it's not so easy for you, try to get around people that actually value women. For me, I'm I'm gonna speak from a man perspective. Try to yeah. get around people that value women. Try to be around people that value relationships mm-hmm. and people that's gonna give you some wise counseling yeah. Yeah. on a lot of situations because it's not easy. Temptation is it's, it's a hard thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. And just and be patient, don't take man. God at the yeah. God first and foremost, you know, when you put God That's in front of everything, right you know, everything else will fall into place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that you're not going to hiccup and make mistakes, but you have a better foundation when you put God in the forefront. Yeah. You know? and see, we're talking from a married perspective. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. again, I'm looking at I'm looking at fellas, and I remember when I was 23, 24 years old, you know what I'm saying? My mindset was totally different. Yeah. So, really, I, I couldn't get married at 23, 24. Yeah. We didn't get married to what I was 29. Yeah. So again, it just it took time, it took growth. Absolutely. Um, just just be patient. It, you know, man, you if you if you're not there yet, don't, don't force yourself there. to be yeah. there. Yeah. Do 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 what you do. Have fun. Enjoy yeah. it. Because if you don't get it all out, you're gonna be seeking for it when you do settle down. Yeah. Get it all out. Have mm-hmm. fun. Enjoy yourself. Be young. Yeah. Do do that. Yeah, don't cheat yourself in that woman out of real happiness yeah. because, yeah. you know, it's kind of like cheating yourself and that person out of the real happiness that they deserve. Do it, man. You know? Go kick it. Yeah. And then when you find that one, like everybody's story here was, dang, I knew that was the one. I, I knew it. I, I, yeah. And yeah. once you feel. have that story versus the story of, man, I need to go ahead and marry this chick, man. I'm yeah. a boy yeah. just get married. Yeah. Just go ahead. If that's your story. And <laughs> what, what also helped with that as far as these women in here, they again, had standards, and they valued themselves right. more than a lot of these women out here value themselves. They accept cheating. They yeah. accept all that extra that's stuff. So so that's why that's what they get. Right. They're not going to get that. Most most of the time, they're not going to get that because that's not what they accept. And if they do get that, it's a it's an exit for them. Yeah. yeah. If it's, it's not what they, something they want to deal with. Like, I mean, some people, I mean, you will try to work through it. Right. Mm-hmm. But some of us constantly keep you know, some dudes really struggle with cheating or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I advise a woman, don't stay through that. Don't, if that's not what you want to deal with, right. don't 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 keep dealing with that. Because we're going to keep doing it. You keep allowing yeah, us. Yeah. If you're going to accept us, speaking from a dude, if you're going to let me do it. Don't keep yeah. doing it. If all I got to say is, you know what, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm going to do better <laughs> next hey. time. There's there's nothing for me to like. There's no fight right there. You keep know what I mean? There's, there's, keep doing I know I'm going to get back in. So you can do all the screaming, all the yelling you want to. At the end of the day, I know I'm still in that. Yep. I actually know some people that feed off of that. What? You know, it, it, it keeps them going. Believe it or not. Just that that arguing that yeah. I stepped uh-huh. out. You, I know you're going to holler at me. We're going we gonna, to... People feed off of that. That's, that's part of what keeps yes. them going. Chaos, yeah. chaos <laughs> okay. keeps them going. Yeah. Yeah. Some people can thrive and survive. And yeah, mm-hmm. people do chaos. like chaos. Yeah. And, and they like drama. You, I mean, don't 
tied down. Just, and a lot of yeah, times, how you start is how you yeah. finish. Yeah. Like if you, if you, if this man was in a relationship and you were cheating with him, and then you up bumped up to the main chick, what you think he gonna do to you? Right. He gonna mm. cheat on you too, because right. you accepted that from the gate. You know, I think there's a possibility, but he. It's a possibility that he will, but there's also a possibility that he won't as well. You Cause accept be, cheating. Cause, cause that's a you different, accept cheating. But there's a different caliber of woman that you're with now. Yeah. You know, like like the person you were cheating on that other person because they were lacking something. Yep. So usually. And and we don't want to admit it, but either I was lacking something from them or they yep. were lacking yeah. something that they were giving me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it can possibly be a thing where if the person that I was cheating with and that I'm with, that I I'm like, I'm gonna choose to be with this person, if they're whole. And they do have what I need, then yeah, I'm not gonna fill that void anymore. Yep. But if you're constantly cheating on your spouse, mm-hmm. you're missing something. Yep. Yep. You you should not want yeah. to cheat on your spouse. You should, you should feel to. terrible when you cheat. Terrible. You should be like, oh my God, why did I cheat? Yep. Not that dang, she's bad. I wonder if I can get her. You yep. should not feel that way. If you feel that way, mm. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you were raised. I don't care. If you feel like there is something that is wrong yep. with your relationship. To some degree that you don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like you're, there's enough, cheating once, okay, twice, I don't know, maybe. But if you're constantly cheating on your spouse, you're constantly looking and you're like, I'm just a cheater, it's just who I am. That's not true. You need to seek counseling, go sit at somebody's chair because yeah. you're lacking another part that you're not tapping into. Yeah. I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize when it comes to marriages is like scripturally, Men were here alone, and then God saw that they needed something. So then they took, he took the rib and created the woman. So yeah. a man is walking around looking for the other part that's going to make him whole. Absolutely. So for women, yep. when you're looking at who your husband's going to be, and men are looking for who their wife's going to be, you're looking for that person that's going to complete you because you're not fully who you're supposed to be in God until you have your husband or wife. Mm-hmm. So when you get into... Um, your marriage or whatever the case is, and um, you're you're considering cheating or whatever the case is, you have to think about like, do I want whatever this person has to complete what I'm missing here? Mm-hmm. Like, do yeah. I want, because a lot of times people come, like spirits come in packs is what a friend yes. of mine told me. So like, you know, the, the spirit of lust comes with alcoholism, low self-esteem or whatever. You let that one in, but they slide yeah. their buddies in too, yeah. you yeah. know? And so- you consider like marriage or um, just sex, because normally that's what most people do. They connect in the spirit through sex or through like relationship or a connection of the heart. You have to consider like, do I want whatever it is that that person has? Like if there's another rib that is slid in and took my place, does Brandon want that rib? And is that rib going to, um, is it going to complete him? It's like, it's like a puzzle. It's like, does this really complete me? Or is this just something like that's fleshly satisfactory toward me? And half the time, the case is, it doesn't really complete you. Like none of that stuff completes you. You need the person that is going to make you better. Like in my marriage right now, I have the best body I've ever had in my life. You know, I'm, consistently encouraged all the time. I mean, there are a lot of things that changed about me and made me better because I had the correct puzzle piece. But if I'm out here just, you know, grabbing other puzzle pieces from here there, I'm not becoming the best person that I can be, you know? Because it's always somebody that can be better. Exactly. So you need need the correct person. And that's why in the original choosing, it's so important. You can't do it off of desperation or being bored or because everyone else is doing it because you need to look at and see, is this person going to make me better? Like, am I, once I'm 
you know, I'm done with being by myself now. I have a constant encourager and somebody mm -hmm. that's pushing me. Which way are they pushing me? Yeah. And if I'm just doing this out of desperation, nine chances out of ten is going to be somebody pushing you in the complete wrong direction, opposite direction of what you should have. Mm -hmm. You know, like so, so many people, especially scripturally, talk about some of the things that you obtain from the Lord, blessings that you get, come by being who you're attached to. Mm -hmm. And if you're attaching yourself oh, yes. to the wrong people, yep. you're sure. attaching yourself spiritually to the wrong stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get with this boy over here and, you know, he's got a weed habit and his family yes. got alcoholism and drugism, and et cetera. Oh, you're attaching God. yourself to the what's reaping from his tree, yeah. you know? But if you're attaching yourself to the tree of life, then you're reaping things that necessarily you didn't even pray for or ask for, but because you connected yourself to the right tree, you're you're getting the abundance and the overflow of being in the right place. Sorry, babe. Oh, that's good. So, I mean, you have to be so careful of who you attach yourself to. I'm even in a whole bunch of days. I mean, yeah. not even just marriages, relationships, yeah. friendships, whatever the case yeah. is. Because you can you can go looking for something fleshly and get a whole bunch of other stuff that you yeah. you didn't, yeah. you know, plan to have. And I, I, that, that's, that's a word right, right there. That's real. And I think when we're dealing with something, not to even qualify this to just marry people, you have to be around people who have your best heart and interest. Yeah. I mean, interest, interest at heart. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. You may lose some people that you truly love. Yeah. But but you can love people and not be in their lives. Yeah. Just make that look right for you. I think it's very important for us not to have yes men around us. Like I go to you and tell you a problem or whatever. In our relationship, and you just on my side all the time, yes. not speaking to me to what I'm doing wrong yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. What you may, so I think that's very important to have people around you who's gonna yeah. keep it real Love with you all the but way. But that's only if you wanna if you wanna be better. Yeah. You only want those people yep. if you. So so there's a difference in that because we yep. we say that we mean that, but at the same time that doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. It starts within. If you're not a person who's ready to change. If you're not ready to be a better person, mm -hmm. you can surround yourself with a hundred people that are better, and mm -hmm. you're not gonna take anything from them right, except right, right, being right. annoyed. That's so true. it's yeah. still and internally, it, it's internal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. If, if that's friendships, if you want to go to another level in your life, and you start surrounding yourself with these people, oh yeah, yeah. But mentally, in your mind, you're technically not ready to go that level. Right. You're gonna fall back. You're gonna default back to people that are less it. than you. You're gonna hate you're it. Gonna hate it. And you're going to hate those people around you. Yeah. You're going to hate people that forces you to be better because you're not ready to be better. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's work, if it's friendships, if it's relationships, mm -hmm. if you are technically just saying, if you're saying, I want to be better because it looks good, yeah. I want to be better because that's what I'm supposed to do, yeah. mm -hmm. and you start surrounding yourself with these people, you're going to take nothing from them. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. You're not going to take Your why's got to be bigger. I, I got a question yep. for the fellas. We, we, we're going to get to the wedding in a minute. But for the fellas, uh, not even for the just for the fellas. I know it was, I know we tried to do the whole uh, wait till we get married. We I think we yeah. lasted like six months, yeah. bef as far as having sex and yeah. stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark is just shaking his head. Like, oh. uh, it, I mean, it, it sounds good. It, it's very hard because you know what? It's we like not eating for a long like say you ain't eat for like five days or whatever. Just drink water straight and you see a piece of lettuce, it look like steak yeah. right there. So Miko could just be wearing, she could wear a sweater and, <laughs> and four really? pair of jeans. I don't know, like, four pair and, of jeans. and it looks like a thong and it just, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, how, how, and also, 
Miko good. cheated me too. She like I was being strong and she'd do a little extra. When I put a little extra on her wall. Don't, don't lie, about it. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely yeah. seems extra because he's an ass man. I can walk past Dom. That is true. She did tell us that about you. She like every time I come home, Damo talking about did I do squats? No lie. He's like, do you do you have on panties? I'm literally masturbating in my head every time. Too far, too far, Damo. It's the podcast. Let's go. It's just weird. Like, and then Brad is no help because he wants his wife to have this humongous booty. So every exercise. Some type of thigh. Yeah, some type of butt movement. That is not true. I just want my wife healthy. Every workout has some thigh and a booty in it. I know it is. When you catch your wife, he has an appetite. I don't care if we can have sex right now, this morning. And then at like five, he's like, yeah, I'm good. You know, like, so it's just, it was Let's go. It was like, he was suffering. Like, he, I seen it. I'm like, he was suffering. He was like, just scoot over. Just scoot over. That's how we communicate. Don't even sit by me. Don't even communicate. I would be like, he'd be like, don't do that. Right. See, we jumped on it after. We had been doing whatever we wanted to oh for a while. Goodness. When we first got together, I mean, we was wild <laughs> out. Like, like um, rabbits. Like rab, not kidding. Jack rabbits. Even to this country. day, we like, remember that time? <laughs> <laughs> but then, then we got convicted, and we were like, okay, we're going to do this. And it was a struggle, especially the Lord, the beginning. The beginning, we was like, okay, we're going to start again. Okay, yeah, we're going to start again. Mm-hmm. We're really going to start. We it was really like hard. Um, but I can tell we you, when we learned a lot about ourselves during that time. We learned a whole lot about ourselves because we had to start doing things for each other without the um, without looking for a uh, reward in mm-hmm. return. Mm-hmm. So Brandon had to start being nice and being sweet. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I guess he wanted to be nice. He's already nice. He's already sweet. But I mean, he had to start doing things without the thought of like, if I'm Close. nice then I get what I want. Yeah. And vice Draws. versa for me, you know? But then it also changed, um, like, our trust level nice as well mm-hmm. because I stopped thinking you're only being nice because you want to get something, you yeah. know? Or yeah. or you're only being extra sweet. Okay, what's up? What do you want? I stopped right. thinking that way and I started going, you know, you're just being nice to me. You're just loving me. And then everything else changed too. Like, we were like, man, hugs feel different, don't they? And then another thing about that, the the attitude is like on twenty. That's yep. just you, Miko. Every, That's just you. No, no, no. no, no, no. no Everything you do, you look wrong. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Why are you looking like that? You just mad. You're yeah. angry. You do get tense. Because, Sexually so you frustrated. Like, yeah. And that's like, something we agreed to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we agreed to this, but the tension get real the high. You be like, man, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And, nah, right. and, and then you be like, forget it. Like I'd rather just have sex. Then just constantly be mad. And then you just fucked up everything. Even though we we wasn't strong enough, the whole process, I do encourage you, if you can do it, do it because it makes the wedding day all the more special. The honeymoon all the more special. If you start out having sex before you, it's never going to work. It, it, it works, well, but you, you, you can't. can't it's it's you can. Like if you're having sex before. It's hard. Yeah, it's just hard. But that's all we did. I think we did like 
But before okay. we still did, we still hit them off for another three weeks before the wedding. Yeah, I think it, it was. It was. So it was still like it was dope. But I Man, imagine hard. if I didn't get it for the whole process of the, that. Would have yeah. been yeah. That was she probably assuming, wouldn't have made it out of that room. <laughs> we're assuming. I mean, and it should be, but we're assuming everyone um, is in our because I think the the one thing all three of us, three couples have in common is we're spiritual. Yeah. yeah. And I think That's we're true. assuming that everyone that gets into a relationship, <laughs> gets into a marriage is spiritual. And that, that because that's fasting. You mm-hmm. know, like you're you're doing that for for your marriage. You're doing that to prepare mm-hmm. you. You're doing, you're praying as you do it. Like it's, yeah. it's a form of fasting. And so we're assuming that everyone is that strong mm-hmm. and they're not. If you can do it, but right. do it with the intent that you're doing it for God, mm-hmm. then that, that puts a whole nother yeah. thing into it. Do, it, do. it do. You, when you say, you can tell me, yeah. diet, listen, we can level. put the same two things in front of me and call one diet and one fast, and I guarantee you I'll succeed all day when you put oh, God on it, yeah. you know, on the fast. So every time I'm going on a diet, I'm like, Brandon, I'm just going to make this a fast because nah. I know <laughs> yeah. I know if I put Jesus on it, I can't, yeah. you, you know, mess up. If it's a diet, I mean, girl, I have Cheetos five minutes after we done started. But though we made... Though we had a um a lot of mistakes in there, though we did, you know, some coming that pressure, man, it was so worth it. Um mm-hmm. and when we did, you know, end up having sex, we just got right back on track, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we get knocked off, we got right back on track because the amount of growth that we have in that right. had in that period, man, was so worth it. I mean, we were able to have great conversations. Like she said, a hug felt like, you know, so much, man. Just a kiss, it mm-hmm. felt so amazing. Um, and you just able to show a different level of yeah. appreciation for the person that yeah. you're with, man. And it is a struggle. It's yeah. a struggle because our flesh is telling us that yep. we need yep. to have this. Yeah. That's for my flesh. I want flesh right now. satisfaction right now. Mm-hmm. Right I haven't now. had it, but I want it. And you over here looking good. I got mm-hmm. my shirt off. You touching me. You know, everything Everything is magnified. Yeah. So that's what makes it hard, yeah. man. And you do tempt each other. You know, yeah. you are, you know, whether you do it in the early or not, you do tempt each other. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, you know, you're a butt man. I am as well. So if I'm looking at my wife and yeah. she... You know, yeah. you know, yeah, she's doing something. It's like, man, I, you know, smallest butler, like the biggest, you know, butt. right. But what helped though, man, when I, I will tell you this, something because it got us past a lot of weeks and months. When I was weak, she was strong, you know, or when she was weak, I ain't gonna front, I was, I was glad she was weak, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. you know, I, no, but when I was weak, she was strong though. When she, when she was weak, I was like, yes. You know, but but it helped because I'm like, why am I so weak? Yeah, <laughs> I need to feel so bad. Like, I'm how like, are you stronger than me? I almost cried one time. I'm like, I'm so weak. Nah. <laughs> I got to be strong. I'm Get glad, out. Glad y'all brought God to this because I, I can't really answer this because I don't really have the knowledge of it. But I always wonder, like, cause marriage is a godly thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always wonder why people who don't believe in God feel the need to get married. That if they you don't, don't believe in God, if marriage is a godly thing... Why, they don't if I didn't believe in God, I wouldn't get married. They don't believe it's a godly thing. It's a godly covenant. Yeah. So that that's what it is. Yeah, they, they don't, don't believe, believe it's a godly thing. They think it's just marriage. Oh, okay. I yeah, just it has want... nothing to do with God. If you don't, yeah. if you don't, it has nothing to do with God. What's yeah. funny is that the world does a lot of things that have to do with God that they just they want to take and they like it, but they just yeah. want to scratch God's name off of it because it's convenient. Exactly, and because if they mess up in it, they don't want the guilt. Or the mm-hmm. the consequences yeah. for what they did. They just so don't want to follow yep, all the so rules. If you just, to go if you just put it out there, but you don't attach God to it, then you don't have to be accountable for things. You don't have people coming up yeah. to you and saying, "Now, baby, you know that wasn't right." You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to do. 
<laughs> you don't have to deal with that stuff. So there's a lot of things we do that are, are connected to God. Actually, a whole lot in the world. They just take God's name off of it. Yeah. So many other religions say little, almost the exact same thing as the mm-hmm. Bible. They just put it a little different, and they take out the thouist and the, the he, and yeah. they make it a little different. It's the same thing. But you learn real quick. You ain't going to be married for long if God ain't in it. Mm. Real quick. And, and so I don't care if you're an atheist or whatever. If God ain't in it, you're going to struggle. He is the forefront. And, we, and, and I'll take him out. And I think we have to understand what's going on with society, too, because right now, God's not cool. Like, there's this new thing. And I don't know if it's not new, but I'm just not noticing it. But Christianity's not cool. And, mm-hmm. and, and being a believer is not cool. And I think it's that whole nobody want to be accountable thing. Back to that again. Because having religion is not cool. And that's because... Mm-hmm. People don't want to be accountable. Religion makes you accountable for the to back against the standards, these certain standards of living that you're supposed to have, and it's too much for people, so they don't do it. So, and I just feel like that's that's what's going on with the whole, with I don't believe in God, I believe in this, and I believe in that, and all these other things are popping up because it's the accountability. You don't have to be accountable in your marriage if you're not saying God is the source, God is the beginning, God is the reason. So you you feel less accountable when you. When you take God out. Yep. And so, like you were saying, it's like if you if you're constantly hearing people of the world saying some sometimes it starts to it starts to stay with you. If you're constantly saying, God's not real, Jesus is not real, the Bible is fake, blah, 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 blah. Like that's a thing now. It's yeah. a big thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a popular thing. I've seen people that I knew that I grew up with in church that were spiritual, that believed in God, who all their lives have made it on prayer. And all of a sudden, it's like, I don't believe in God. It's not real. It's not a thing. It's I believe more that popular we're, we're, now we're, we're so pushed by pop- popularity, popularity and social media. Yeah. And it's like, it's people are so afraid to get on social media and take a stand for something. Yeah, what's they right. do not want you know, to be different. They know, you know? it's right. They want there's, to follow the trends. There are so many things that are biblical and that the Bible has said will happen and that God has said, you know, like there are some ways that seem right mm-hmm. to a man, but yeah. in the end it's death. And we know these things, yeah. but because the world says it's okay and you're wrong or you're, you know, you're a hater or you're a yeah. sexist or you're a whatever yeah. you are about it, you know, they they give you a label. You're afraid to be that label. So yeah. you just go, okay, you well, I'm just going to go along with it. Yep. And you're, you're afraid of being different from the world. But if you are spiritual, like we are, then you already know that we're, we're supposed to be different. We're not yeah. supposed to fit in. We're not supposed to be the most popular. We're not supposed to be those things. But there's so many Christians that are afraid yeah. to stand out and be different. And All because that. and because they they're afraid to stand out and be different, they go along with that way, and then they turn against God because they don't want the accountability for going that other way. Yep, mm. absolutely. Not I mean, it's it's I I've seen it happen to people that I definitely wouldn't think it would happen to, yeah. because I see those same people that I know God worked in their lives. I mm. know they were prayer warriors. Yeah. I know that they yeah. had changes based on prayer, and they completely forget that just for the sake of popularity or for the sake of going with what people say is what you're supposed to go with. Like, mm-hmm. like it's almost like you get dragged on social media for having your own mind. Yep. Like if you if you're not if you you're not in the okay. amen corner, yep. you get dragged. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if, if you don't want to say, oh I'm married because of God, if you say, oh my marriage, God, God bring God into your marriage, and I know we're talking about marriage. Have to bring up God all the yeah, time. and it's like, mm-hmm. oh oh here we go, here's that God word again. Yeah. Well, I mean that's what it is for me. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Yeah. yeah. But snatch they, off what. 
fixed me all my life? Yeah. You want me to just disregard yeah. but what, that? But what's funny is that they're allowed to push all of their stuff onto you. They Absolutely. they shove it down your throat, but yep. don't you dare nope. try to turn around and say God or speak God's name or put him to the forefront or whatever the case is. They can't stand it. But mm-hmm. and vice versa, they're going to shove every single worldly thing mm-hmm. down your throat they can possibly shove. Yep. Yep. But don't do the opposite. Good and night. I always say, believe what you believe in. You know, do what you do, but... Respect what I believe in, you know. And we'll be okay. And I'm going to be okay. And and my job is to, you know, as a Christian, our job is to to, to throw God in the mix. We're supposed to. I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. But at the same time, I know there's a level of respect that I'm supposed to have for my brother and sister that I'm not supposed to be like, well, you don't believe in God, so you suck. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, And I think that's where we as Christians go wrong, too, with shunning people Instead of being like, you know what, I'm going to love you regardless, but I'm going to show you what God has done for me, yeah. and you can take it or leave it. Yeah. And I just feel like that needs to be, I, I don't know, and that, that goes into everything. And I know it's it's marriage, it's everything. That whole God situation, it sounds cliche, but listen, it's there. Right. And it needs to be there. Yeah. That's, uh, I want to speak to the uh, wedding part. Of, like the uh, days coming, it's jitters coming into the wedding <laughs> or on the wedding day, like the jitters coming into the... Me, I wasn't I wasn't too shooken by it or nothing. Like, I wasn't really too bothered. Maybe, maybe I prepped myself way before I got married or something. Like, I, I don't know. More that we just like, man, I hope this don't fuck up for them. That's the only... <laughs> I, just, I just hope they happy. That's the only I piece I had. I just hope somebody like, thing. Everything, I hope everything is on point. How she wanted. Yeah. Nobody call her piss around. I don't even know like how she, it was supposed to end up. Facts. Yeah. She she already had a like damaging year. Like yeah. like I just hope everything is great. So speak yeah. to what jitters you might have well, had or anything. Like, I really didn't have any jitters because I had took a half of a Xanax the night before. <laughs> I should have did something. Girl, like that. I was hot. I woke up the next morning. Little step was on my hair. She was like, "You like it?" I was like, "Sure." Didn't even look at it. I was feeling great. <laughs> Nothing. If something did go wrong, it yeah, wouldn't have mattered. You probably. Know. Just, I didn't know. No, it was perfect. Yeah, My wedding day was perfect. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have, it was very small and intimate, and I wouldn't have traded it for nothing. Like, that was perfect. Like, I came back from getting my makeup done. The whole, I didn't have no worries. No problem. Yes. and Tiffany held it down. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I'm extra by nature. Yeah. And I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. And I, and I, <laughs> I, I, I work hard of doing that how I want to do that. So I'm, I'm naturally extra. So I wanted my wedding to be extra for me. It was mm-hmm. what we, like, Marcus had his certain things he wanted. I make sure those things happen. But I planned, and I, I did things within my means, mm-hmm. and I did things how I wanted to do them. And I, I mean, I think if you plan, if we're talking about just the wedding itself, if you plan properly, it, it's things are not gonna go well. It, it's not gonna go 100%, never will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had napkins, like, that I had got done that never was put out. And they were like custom made napkins. And I look at them like three years later and I'm like, oh my God, these never came out. Like I spent money on these. Like it was little things that happened. But if you plan it, I I think, and if you are comfortable with your situation, you getting ready to marry the person, it's it's happy. You're just stressed out over the details. Yeah, it was, you know, I'm I'm anal Annie. So planning was, I probably was driving Lissette nuts, but it worked out fine. It was good. Like, I was more, you know, with the one thing that I had jitters about that could have took me over the edge because we had an outside wedding. So if it would have uh, rained, us too. 
If it would have rained, we just barely I would have been devastated. But yeah. luckily, God was in our favor. Had a beautiful um, day. I, okay. Uh, actually, getting married jitters, no. But um, okay. we had a pretty devastating year as well. Um, and so I think having all of the people that were not getting along in one room together is what was really concerning me. And because of all the things that I went through with my family, my parents announced their divorce two weeks after we got engaged. And um, Brandon and my dad kind of had it out in the process of asking for my hand of marriage. And so because of all of that, Brandon was on edge all the time. And I could just tell that he was not very happy. I could tell he was stressed out. I could tell he was concerned about things. And so the thing that made me the most nervous is, is this dude going to jet (laughs) right before, right before um, the wedding, which is another reason why it's so important to make sure you're marrying the right person. Because when the hard times come, they, they might not wait until after your honeymoon, they Mm -hmm. might come, you know, before you get married and you have to be prepared for those things. But Mm -hmm. um, I was just more so worried about Brandon because I could tell that he was kind of (laughs) freaking out um, and just stressed out by all the things that were happening. And for me, um, because my family was going through so much, when they all got together, it just, it was not going well. And so I was stressed from that and mad from this person doing this and this person dropping the ball, this person got in a fight with this person. So for me, that was my biggest, like, nerve wracking. My parents you know, having to be in the same place at the same time, not agreeing on if we gonna pretend to be married at the wedding or not. Like just all of these things, they were just so overwhelming and stressful for me. And Brandon was just kind of like over everything at that point and kind of stressed out. And so I I think my biggest pre-wedding jitters was like, he might be like, I don't have time for all of this craziness and just, you know, drop it and roll out. So what do you think, babe? Oh. I would say, yeah, you you hit it right in the head, man, when you said uh, that that year up until the marriage, it was tough. It was tough. But I just remember the day of the actual wedding. Dominique, you was with me the whole day, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fine. I was good. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, and I specifically remember um, when the ceremony was starting, I just had this sense of calmness come over me. Um, I had this sense of calmness because I was... I was good. I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't really worried about anything, man. I told her, as long as you show up, I'm good. I don't <laughs> care who comes, who don't come. As long right. as you show up, I am yep. good. You in the past, right? right. If y'all there, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Um, but I just had this sense of calmness, man, and I, I was just ready. Um, now, in the week prior, I was very nervous, and she heard about it, um, and it was more of just, you know, um, like I said, we 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 was experiencing <laughs> so much, man. We were getting directly. And hit indirectly hard. hit from the right, the left, the side, up, Absolutely. underneath, my grandpa overhead. Died three I mean, weeks before her, the wedding. between her parents going through um, their divorce, um, we opened up a gym. So we got a new business. How are we going to fund this in the middle masters. of funding the wedding? She just finished her master's, so she's working a full-time job, putting grandpa in hours does. on her master's. Her grandfather's um, in the hospital, you know, week after week. He passes. We got to travel here. We got to travel there. Um, and it was just, it was just so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm yeah, just like, I, man, I, can't I don't, you know. Understand that. And so I'm questioning a lot of her motives. I'm like, man, I don't think you went in for the right reason. You know, and just wedding stress on top of everything. Yeah. And so, um, and my jitters were, are we are, are we ready and are we basing our marriage the things we're about to do on the wrong things? That, that was, that was kind of, you know, 
my whole spiel. But the day of, calming spirit came over you. Calm, That's everything. That's when I had the nerves. Yeah, <laughs> I gave him the her. The second I went to her. walk, I was like, <laughs> balance each other out. Legs yeah. Help oh, me, Jesus. Yeah, yeah I think it was just that tension. Yeah, like, I'm her. extra, but I don't like attention. Well, Seth's yeah. heart looked like you was about to come out of her chest. I don't like attention. Like, I don't mean yeah. yeah. this. I was like, her heart like that slow. That's how I am. It was like, I was like, I just don't like it. No. When they opened up them, Lissette's heart was like. Yeah. I don't like attention. I don't like. And I'm super extra, but I, I'm not a, I'm not an attention seeker. Don't like seeker. to be in the yeah. front. Yeah. And it was crazy. You know, I, I had to be it. feeling great. I walked down the aisle by myself, and I was like, hi, But see, you and know, that even me. for just, me, that was just bubbly. There were there were points the entire week up until the wedding where my dad was swearing up and down he wasn't going to show up at the wedding, you know, and or I'm not going to walk you down the aisle, and so. There were so many points that, it, like, I think maybe the week before the wedding, after me and Brandon had had that whole conversation, he was like, I'm not sure. I was like, you know what, Lord? Do what you're going to do, yeah. okay? Because I'm tired of, like, trying yeah. to, like, fix this. I called my brother. I said, hey, if you show up, cool. If you don't, you walking me good. And he's like, okay, I'm going to handle it. I'm like, don't handle nothing else, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> if it's meant for us to go through all of this before we get married, then I'm just going to let the Lord do what he has to do. And yeah, my biggest thing is I'm such a fixer and I'm a planner like you are. And so I just wanted to make sure everything was in a row. You know, yeah. everything is going to be perfect. Everything is organized. I know where every single person was and it wasn't like that. Like, I had been completely ripped from my comfort zone. Yeah. And so just the stress of now, because of all this craziness that's happened, my husband's not even, you know, he's not even really sure now. Like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was a lot of stress. Yeah, it was stress. He, he was just simple. wasn't sure, you know. And then everybody's making it about them. I was just about to say oh wedding. Everybody, oh, everybody, everybody's making it about. I'm just like, everybody. Wedding. People are upset. Every at this. wedding. Like, come on. It was so much that it was. Wedding, when it came down to it, it, it was like I'm not even excited. The night before the wedding, people, someone who will go nameless, purposely left items that we needed to complete. Wow. And so right when we were, I was supposed to be at like our pre, they had like a little, one of them sexy parties for me. I was supposed to be at that. And I was running errands with my maid of honor, trying to get things done, yeah. exhausted because somebody purposely did, did this, trying to draw attention. Oh, people were purposely trying to ruin me? your day. You know, yeah. They were purposely trying so, to ruin I mean, your day. So I mean, when I say, I think, and I don't think we've ever went into full detail with people, but when we say our engagement was hard, like Miko, you talk about losing your parents, and I'm I'm like, man, I could not imagine that. But yeah. our our engagement for us was such a hard period of time that I think that our minds so many times had had it not been like the Lord said you two <laughs> are going to be together, we might have been like, you know what, it really ain't, it ain't yeah. worth all this. And we might have just chucked it to the wind. But it was definitely um I think that's when when the hard times come, I think that's you get the opportunity for, like yeah. you said, she said, your man stepped up, you know? You yeah, know, and you get the opportunity you know, you to really show them. You somebody that's just right there with you because even looking back, I really do not know how I made it through 2014. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it was really that's an outer body experience. Like, yeah. it was just like one hit after one, the mm -hmm. next. And it's yeah. just, I really don't know, y'all. Like, I look back like, why am I not in a crazy house? Like, it was days where I felt like I was really, like, losing myself. Like, for mm -hmm. real, for real. Like, I don't even know how. <laughs> it's just something I wouldn't wish on anybody. But, yeah. hey, I made it through, you know? Yeah, but it's that whole, like, weddings. Like, people say it's a little saying that the, the marriage is about the two of you and the wedding is about everyone else. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's such a true statement because it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how, <laughs> it doesn't matter your budget. It doesn't matter what it is you're doing. It doesn't matter how much you plan. 
somebody somewhere is going to make it about them. Yeah. Oh gonna it's going to make it about them. And, and it, no matter what kind of place it's coming from. Yeah. You know, if your friends, if you're if you're the only one of your friends getting married, oh, somebody's going to feel salty. Like, why her? You know, and if yeah. you're the, if you're the last one to get married, oh, she finally getting married. Now she don't know how to act. You know, it's like yeah. nobody it's cares. It's nobody really cares about, about that day. Like you. Nobody yeah. cares about it but you. Yeah. And that's gonna always be the case. I don't care what, who's getting married. Somebody's gonna have a problem with it. Our marriage counselor told us that. Our counselor told us that. Really? Everybody mm-hmm. told us that. Like, yeah. He was like, the man, before I let you go. Yeah. He was like, for us, we didn't. It wasn't our friends. Not you, it's not right. about you. Know, our, for us, our friends were bomb. Oh my God, our wedding party was so bomb. It was not our friend. It was family. It was the people that you can't kick to the curb. You know, it's like, man, you can't, it's one of the people paying for the wedding. I mean, there was a couple times I was like, take your money and get the bouncing, buddy, because I can't, I'm done. You know, it it was it was always people that were extremely close and intimate I to us. I know I wouldn't think, want to do it over again. Yeah, I tell you no. I mean, my wedding was beautiful. I loved it. Was it. Beautiful. There were a lot of things that didn't go right that I totally missed, but I still thought that it was beautiful. And other people at didn't the end of the day. You it was know, perfect. and other people don't notice. But when it comes down to it, I didn't notice them because I was getting to my happy place. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Th- later on we watched the video. I'm like, that happened. That happened. Why right. she ain't got no shoes on? Like, what? <laughs> We looked at all this stuff, but at the day of, I did not recognize it because I was like, I'm finally getting, you know, yeah, we get into this this line here. So that's I had to do uh, that for myself. I was like, you know what? You I'm have just to. gonna I'm just gonna leave this in little set hands. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> because sec- the way oh. I'm set up. <laughs> on second thought, Dominique, I take that back. What? I do remember, I do remember when I was getting dressed. My shirt was so tight. <laughs> At least it felt like it was so tight. I remember, man, I couldn't even breathe. And um, I went up to one of my grooms and I was like, man, I can't breathe. This is tight. <laughs> he was like, what? But then I do remember that. So I don't know. I don't know if it was nerves, man, but I'm just like, right. man, this is tight. So my could have been nervous. It could have been nerves. I had the wedding planner kick everybody out. I was nerves. getting nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I, just, yeah. I, just, I just couldn't not, breathe. I'm no. just not like, I cannot to nervous. think that all those people were standing and waiting you. on me to yeah. come out. Yeah. Oh my God! Like, see, for me, me I just I couldn't get away from people. Like I like space. And the yeah. day of, everybody was in my that. face, and yeah. there, there were like people that weren't even supposed to be in there. They were in there. Aunties trying to scoot in, grandparents, yeah. all these people. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm here because I'm such and such, yeah. and I need to be here. And I'm like, the only people I want in here are my bridesmaids and my mom and my mother-in-law, and yeah. everybody else needs to go. But it was yeah. so many people that I just started to get overwhelmed. Yeah, and, and I had to offend it. Yeah, but I mean, I had to. I thank the Lord, this. I had a wedding planner. I just called her and I was like, everybody needs we to go. I'm freaking out. Me. I'm getting right. you know nervous, and she was able to get everybody out so I could calm down. But I think right before. It's like I, my life is changing, you know. Like I think you you know that moving into it, but now you're like, this is the point of no return. I'm just right ready here. for it to be over it's with. Coming. That's what I was yeah. saying. I was like, I just want this to be over with, so I can live. Girl, have I was weak knees walking see, down that aisle. See what 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 our wedding? We we had a destination wedding, so we knew it would be people who wasn't going to make it or whatever. But a lot of them were upset that we were having a destination wedding and yeah. all that, and that we wouldn't have them. That speaks to making it about them. Mm-hmm. My yeah. thing, and, and my thing with mm-hmm. Miko's, with Miko's people or whoever, you know what I mean? Like, Miko supports everybody, and she's always there when y'all need her to be there. So you had, how, how long was our engagement? 17 months. Miko's people, my people, like, you had, you get 17 months to plan for this. If you really want to be there, you would have been there. Yeah. So my whole thing with it, like, 
I didn't. I, I ain't gonna say I didn't care because I wanted my people to be there, and my people came for mo- for the most part. Not everybody, but they came or whatever. Yeah. I wanted people to be there. I wanted her people to be there. But she could tell you my whole attitude the whole time, man, is I don't. I care, but I don't care. Like it's not about them. It's about you. It's it's about. Right having this wedding the way you want it or whatever. So mm-hmm. I didn't let other people affect how, like, if they was going to come, they was going to come. Yeah. Like, I mean, because we was going to get married regardless. That, that right. was my it was whole just feel me behind and him it. Right. There, we was going to be getting married, right. you know, and I had to come. But I just felt like that all that I had went through, I would have wanted a little bit more support. Yeah. But I didn't get that. Mm. But it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no hard feelings, no grudges, hell, because... What's meant for us was going to always be yep. for us, and I was okay yep. with that. Yep. You know, but look, right at you that moment, that it did hurt. Yeah. But I got to a point where I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, this is me and his marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it wasn't nobody there but me and Zamo, this marriage, would it would have happened. Yeah. And we and the devil was still on us. They canceled our flights at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it, it was just a... <laughs> We had Marcus got us to the courthouse 15 minutes before they closed. We had to drive from one city to the next. He doing a whole dash down Florida Street. And you know what? And that's terrible. And my my faith in God kept me calm because even with the flights and all that, I was just. I was praying, he was and calm. I actually believe in prayer. And I believe when you I pray, if, if God really so. wants that to happen, it's going to happen. happen. We so wouldn't have married if we didn't have that marriage license. Yeah. They was at the, and then we had to drop one rental off, go pick up another. When we mm-hmm. packed in this rental, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. we didn't get to the hotel till like six. The the man, the uh, the ordained minister <laughs> was at the door waiting that. on us. Like oh, your marriage license. I was like, we was not gonna get married if we didn't get this license. Like the devil was just on oh, us. Yeah, he was just uh, I forgot three a.m. They canceled our flights yesterday. Yesterday they had four flights, and me, Damo, Lizette, and Marcus got on those flights. The um, last night we were on a thing, and uh, they were basically just talking about how much <laughs> Satan hates covenant. Like how much he hates when two people mm-hmm. decide to get married under God and mm-hmm. commit, you mm-hmm. know, commit to one another. Yeah, um, and so. Everyone thinks that like all the troubles come after the wedding, you know. But Satan, you know, little little by little, he turning up his game. You yep. know, he like if I can get people from even hitting the starting line, you know, I then know. that's such a difference, you I know. And so yeah. I think that um, that's why you have to be so careful with the social media stuff and the, like living in people's shadows because uh-huh. your engagement, your marriage mm-hmm. is not going to be the same as it's other not. people. And everybody hit us with like, you're supposed to be in the honeymoon phase. And we like, we're going through hell going through right hell. now. Mm-hmm. We're, like people don't what, know. What is the honeymoon right. phase it's not, for us like, right now? You know, yeah. and so you can't go into things with the expectation that it's going to look like Everybody Anybody else's. else's. Because even though somebody else's look good on the outside, you have no clue where people's going in on behind closed doors. So yep. do, do what best, what works best for you in your house. Don't mm-hmm. ever worry about what somebody else is doing. Want, oh, I want that. You don't know what these people are going through. Yeah, you right. may be wishing on something that you damn sure don't want. <laughs> right. Your their situation could be way worse than yours. Right. But you want it. You're praying for their relationship. No, yeah. I'm praying for me and my husband's relationship to get stronger. Yeah. I don't care about what nobody else got going mm-hmm. on. Ain't that true? Now, my favorite part of the wedding is like seeing you walk down the aisle. Cause it just seemed like she was, was high as a kite. floating down the aisle. <laughs> you so me and my eyes, it just seemed like she was floating down the aisle. I felt like I was. And it just <laughs> like being like able I was to shaking. <laughs> just being able to look her dead in the eyes mm-hmm. and like speak those vows was like oh. everything to me. Like, cause it was the biggest thing I ever been a part of to mm-hmm. me. So, what what was like y'all favorite part of y'all wedding day? Like your favorite. 
the limousine was a, a huge highlight for me mm-hmm. um, and any of the like dancing parts. But I, when I first saw Brandon and I could see the emotion that he was expressing, I could, I was like, he really loves me. You know what I mean? Like, this man is looking at me like there goes my life. Mm-hmm. And it was such mm-hmm. a good feeling to know how important you are to the other person because they're expressing that in front of a whole bunch of people. And Brandon was like breaking down, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. He breaking was down. He was breaking down. And I was, I like, I don't know. In that moment, I just felt like he, it was like something clicked. Like, this is the best thing that's happened to you. You know, yeah. this is your wife. This is who you're going to love and protect. And just seeing his face, I was like, everybody was like, we're waiting on you to cry. And I was like, I was just so happy. Right. Like, yeah. I was cheesing from ear to ear just to see, like, be able to physically see how much he loved me and how much yeah. he was willing to stand there and go through everything with me. Absolutely. It was beautiful. I thought it was going to be when we got back to the hotel because y'all, <laughs> we talked about that <laughs> celibacy. Bum, dirty, bum. Man, for real. I thought that was going to be the best part. But, but really, and I'm not saying this to be petty at all by any means, um, but the best part, man, the happiest part was when her dad gave her away. Yeah. When I walked down there, he released her arm, and I took her arm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it meant so much to me, man. Yeah. And so many thoughts went through my head. Um, because she like, right, right. No, because <laughs> like she said, me and her dad, you know, we had had, you know, some friction there, you know, many, many, many years, man. So to just to see that and, and to, to be there in that moment, it meant so much to me. It's like, okay, this is, this is my wife now. You know, this yeah. is getting ready to be my wife. And... She's under she's under a new um a new cool. leadership now. So that was you know, yeah. I was I was happy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it from here, bro. I, I, I say mine would be uh you probably won't like this response. Oh man. But really, <laughs> oh man. But really it was the reception. It was like you got through all the <laughs> No, seriously, like 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 we've been chill. talking about. We got all our family and friends participating. You know, everything's got to be on point. Got to be here on time. Yeah. Got to do this. Got to do that. And to me, the reception was more of a kind of, ah, you know, yeah. look, at, look at all the people who 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 been through all this with this are able to have fun. Look at the smiles on their faces. Mm-hmm. So just being up there and looking down on everybody is just like, all right, our family and friends are actually having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's what I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think the reception was, was fun. That limo ride was. Good. Did you say the limo, limo ride? ride? That limo ride was From something. Point. See, I, my, what I mean, you couldn't so. find your damn nephew. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was lost. And snuck in the limo. No, <laughs> Sorry to the listeners that uh, sent in a lot of questions or whatever we didn't get to get to. because oh, we live? No. Oh. No. Oh. Huh? What? No. We're live? No. Oh. They oh. gave me, they gave me questions. questions. Yeah, previous oh. questions. <laughs> we weren't able to get to them, but I'm sure we got to a lot. Um, Should have cut us off. But I got, huh? Should have cut our. Mm-hmm, nah. I know well, one of them is how important is uh, marriage counseling or being around Ooh, people. We other, to answer that. Or, or people answer that being around people who are married, other married, very, not just married, like actually married, not a nigga you know that's cheating on his girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about good marriages. good marriages, being around good marriages. Well, that's important. I'll, I'll start. Well, I would say for me <laughs> and Zamo, me and Zamo didn't go through marriage counseling at all. And the reason why, because I had been through so much in my within that year that I had to go to I had to go through counseling for me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had I, I got married the same 2014. Y'all got married 2014. We got to, right? In 2014. Yeah, yeah, but we never went to marriage counseling because like I, said, I went through a lot. So, so I had to go to counseling for myself. And by the time I was really getting to a point where I was getting to a point where I was like, okay, 
I can really handle this now. The wedding was, it was time to get married. Mm -hmm. So for me and Dama, we never got the chance to go through marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I I had to get myself together, you know, for me. And get to a point where I was like, okay, I can really handle a wedding, a marriage at this point in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. So we didn't get to go through marriage counseling. But being around people that, you know, we've seen that, being around people that's married and that helped me a lot, you know. Like, my aunt and her husband is a big um, motivation for me, you know, yeah. the way she she teaches me a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And one of the one things that my aunt said to me when I was real young, she said, never put your husband's food on a paper plate. And go. I do don't not ca- And I really don't care if it's on and a paper has, plate or if not. If we're at home, he has never ate off a paper plate. Shh. If I'm at her house, she does not allow she me to put his that. food on mm-hmm. a paper plate. And that stuck with me. I, if we somewhere, he I put his food on plates. Like if we had a picnic or something, he gets a paper plate. But yeah. that's something you know. That's my aunt teaches me a lot. You and know, if I'm and I, it, around it's be on the Marcus, plate. you know, they are motivation for us. You know, mm-hmm. they foundation is real solid, so they help us a lot. You know, with nah, we fight, things. bro. But, the walk, the walkers and the gants are yeah. like all well, gants, about, the vans. Yeah. They, but we um, do that for each other though. Like yeah. you have to be around like. You have to be around married people that yeah. wants to be married and that appreciate married. And I think that's what we have, yeah. as, you know, in our friendship. Like, yeah. if she's mad at Damo, she can come to me and be like, girl, Damo, I'm be like, listen, you tripping. Why did mm-hmm. you even say that? Like, yeah. I'm going to give yeah. her another perspective. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, yeah, forget him. And then I can Walk also out. go to the set and be like, hey, let me ask you this question. Because maybe I'm tripping before I do trip. Right. And she'll be like, yeah, Miko, mm-hmm. you are tripping. Or no, you ain't tripping. You do have a valid point. Mm-hmm. You know, she tops she me off the ladder a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how I can be. I can be a firecracker sometimes. So sometimes I have to go to my group text and be like, hey, listen to this. Tell me how I should react (laughs) on this. And they'll be like, nah, boy, you tripping. Or yeah, you do got a valid point there, you know? Mm -hmm. Or how should I approach the situation? Because one thing you cannot take back is your words. I don't mm-hmm. care how much you say you sorry. Yeah. You can yeah. never take those words back after they leave your tongue. Yeah. You, you just, get what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, let me make sure I'm, I'm saying, saying the right, right thing, thing yeah. before I, you know, because yeah. I don't never want my husband to feel less than yeah. or I can say sorry all day long, but he going to always saying. remember what yeah. I said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to have that, you know, you have to have that circle around you. And yeah. and I feel like I get that from Miko. I mm-hmm. get that from even Tiffany. And mm-hmm. she's not married, but, you know, she'll check me. And I have other friends. Yeah. that I would get that from. Mm-hmm. You, you just have to have certain people that you have those conversations with. And it start with making people respect your marriage, mm-hmm. making people feel a certain type of way about your marriage. Because mm-hmm. if my friends respect my marriage and they know how much it means to me, yep. they're going to check me. They're going to stop me before I sabotage it. Mm-hmm. And I just, and that's just go, that goes with me first saying, this marriage is everything to me. Yep. Y'all, don't let me mess this up. Yep. And so because I have that, because my friends know that, if I go to them on some mess like Marcus did, 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 Miko be like, yeah, but did you think he... Because they, they kind of have anal in common. Like, they, yeah, they anal do. about certain things. Mm-hmm. And so they... She'll be like, yeah, but, you know, you'd be tripping. So she would give me that. You you be ha- you have to have that person who would give you that. And I tease her a lot. I'd be like, you can't have anal at home and in the group messes. And she hates it because she'd be like, I can't ask you because you're going you're gonna to yeah. agree with him. You know? so, I mean, you just have to have that. One, you need that circle of friends. One, having older marriage couple, married couples mm-hmm. who have a real marriage mm-hmm. is a big deal. Yeah. And counseling is something that we yeah. lack in our community. Yeah. Like, we're a 
afraid of counseling. Yep. It's, it's, it's like a... You don't need to tell to what oh, to do. Oh, that's just not... Yeah, it's just something wrong with... And there's nothing wrong with counseling because what counseling gives you is that non-biased, even though you thought our marriage counseling was biased, she was like, they, they just telling me what I'm supposed to do. But you just get that non-biased opinion from someone who is just like... I'm just here to let you guys talk this out. Yeah. And so it's. I, I believe counseling is important, and mm-hmm. I believe being sur- surrounded, surrounding yourself with married people who value marriage mm-hmm. is a big deal. It is. I think we got blessed in our setup because the moment that Brandon met our pastor, our current pastor now, was the moment that our lives changed. For one, Brandon changed drastically, and a lot of that male that positive male influence and wisdom that he didn't have growing up, he got by the droves from his pastor, from his relationship with him. We did our marriage counsel with them. Like I said, my parents getting divorced. We didn't want to do marriage counseling with them. <laughs> um, but we did our marriage counseling with them. And um, I, I would say ours was a little different because they, they set up a lot of scenarios for us, but they didn't really give us the oppor- opportunity to be like, well, I want to talk about this that makes me angry about you. Like they... Some people go have this marriage counseling that's just like a venting session and y'all just yeah. argue back and forth yeah, to point out flaws and things. They didn't have that. They spent a lot of time just really encouraging us. But not only that, they shared a lot of their own things, you know? Right. They were so transparent about things that they had gone through and sometimes how they had, you know, jumped to conclusions and made a fool of themselves, you yeah. know? Or at times where, you know, our pastor talks about uh, things that he did while they were dating that he, mm-hmm. to this day, he thinks about how they affected her and it still hurts him mm-hmm. to think about how he had done that. And he just, now in his marriage, he's like, I never want to see that look on her yep. face again. And so just the blessing of have people, having people be honest with us, I think yeah. that's something that a lot of people lack in this yeah. day and age mm-hmm. is just Absolutely. pure honesty. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to fake about what they have. But when yeah. you have people yeah. that are like, hey, we went through this, we went through that, and you see that you're not the only one, then you feel <coughs> positive about the fact that, you know, hey, we have some shortcomings, but I think that we can make it. So for us, marriage counseling is like the absolute must if you can mm-hmm. do it because it was extremely, yeah. extremely beneficial to us. And even, you know, some of the things that we were going to, we were able to talk to them on that level too. Like, hey, we're suffering here. I remember I was going through my master's and Brandon was starting the gym and we could not we could not cross a barrier here. Brandon wanted me to care about the gym. I wanted him to understand that I was finishing my master, and we just couldn't cross it. And when we called, I called my our first lady, and he called our pastor. They just kept opening it up to us, you know, to bring us to remembrance on mm-hmm. some things, you know, and yeah. even areas that I thought, you know, Brandon should know. She would remind me, like, hey, he didn't grow up in a two-parent household, you know. Right. He doesn't know what a healthy relationship looks like. Yep. He doesn't know this, and then it'll bring you back out of that negative. Thought, you know, you get mad, yeah. you audibly automatically jump. Right. They don't care anything about me. They don't want to see because me proud, the you things know? we expect them to know. Yeah. You can't expect the they person to know, know something when they weren't taught that. Yeah. And that's so what having I had somebody to balanced you know? helps. Mm-hmm. I think um I think the best thing about marriage counseling was that, you know, we, we got our perspectives, right? I got mm-hmm. Brandon's perspective, she had Jasmine's perspective. Um we got our pastor and his wife's perspective, but he also gave us a biblical perspective right. mm-hmm. as well that was just bar yeah. none. Like, you mm-hmm. couldn't beat it. Can't question yeah. You cannot yeah. question this. Can't this question. is Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was, it, it was me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was substance yeah. to us. And, and, man, I mean, we're so grateful for that because it helped us through that tough time that we're man. having. I mean, we look forward to marriage counseling. Right. I mean, we tried to get extra sessions. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was so helpful. It was, yeah. it was so he helpful. Was it, um, yeah. And not only that, this is a couple that, you know, we look up to in a way, and they represent a lot of things 
that a positive marriage to represent. So, you know, mm -hmm. we're learning from them as, as well, you know. So our pastor, our shepherd, also our friends, you yeah. know, we're all servants of Christ. Um, but we're learning so much from them, and I love that. Because you will get a lot of advice, a lot of marital advice, mm -hmm. and all of it in good. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? No, all of it not. in good. And right. you have to have discernment and be able, you know, yeah. to filter out what's good, what's yep. not good. Mm -hmm. yep. um, but even that, you also have to be able to process that and how would that even apply to my relationship, to my marriage, right? Yeah. Because everything does not apply to your marriage. It applies to someone else's marriage. Remember um, when they brought the stuff to yeah. the... They helped you bring things to the forefront that you would never ask questions on to yeah. see where you stood on those areas Yeah, I mean, so that you could understand each other. There was areas that we thought we were great in, and right. we found out that we weren't so great in, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it exposes a lot of our weaknesses, and it helped us get better at our strengths, man. And it was just, it was just awesome. I don't know what I would have done without marriage counseling. Um, yeah. Because it helped me it mentally, good. it helped me, you mm. know, it helped my way of thinking. So, and now I think different because of it. You become, I think we just became a lot less judgmental of one another. I think yeah. at one point, Brandon was like, you know, just seeing you and all this stuff you're going through, I became very judgmental of every step that you took and everything that you went through. Um, and for us, our biggest barrier was I came from a two parent home. Everything my parents did surrounded me and my brother, and we were like this. For Brandon, he's like, I didn't grow up like that. I don't see what the big, I don't see what divorce is a big deal. You know, everybody I know gets divorced every right. other week. You know, we got four or five divorces under <laughs> our belt. You know, it's not a big deal. You know, and so there were just some areas that we just could not see eye to eye, and he could not understand why I was so distraught by some of the things that I was going through, and vice versa. I can understand how he was just so lax. But yeah. they oh, having a good person in the middle, they can bring you to the understanding, yeah. and that is. That was a huge benefit to yeah. us. And one more thing, Absolutely. and then and then um, like you were talking about having other married couples around yeah, yeah, yeah. you. That that's a good married couple. I don't think you two, um, Miko, Dominic. I don't think you two were married um, when I first met you, Miko. Um, but I remember telling Jazz, I was like, man, you know, you could feel the love in the house when you walked in. You really? Know what I'm he didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. 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 these are my words. I said you can really tell that they love each other. Like you know, you didn't feel any type of discord. You know what I'm saying? Like you could really feel the love. And I had just met you. Yeah. But she's so uplifting. She's so positive. Like, I can go to her for anything. Yeah. You know, and she right there. Boom. Whether she feel like I'm going to like it or not, she right there, yeah. you know. And, so. and, and if you really want that happiness, you will deny those devils no matter what. Those yeah. devils that try to come between y'all. But if, if y'all got time, I got a few fun questions I'm going to ask. Uh -oh. Make it quick. Exactly. We got it. Yeah. This one here. What's, what's, what's the fun question? Give us one. All right. Give us now, one um, I... Someone asked me if you had a, if men's body part, if men's private area was detachable <laughs> and you could leave it at home, would you make them leave it at home? No, because no. I trust my, I trust you. Yeah. Ooh, good answer. I trust you. Because, yeah, I trust. Because that. Trust is our thing. Yeah, because if you could leave your penis, like, no, 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 we're not even going to go there. Absolutely not. Take it with you because I need you to be on that trust. That was a, that was a lot. Okay, Nick. So, so now, since you said that, like, one, one question, one uh, phrase that always I never understood really. It's when women say, "It's not you I don't trust; it's that hoe I don't trust." If oh, you I get that don't 
tr- that means you it. ultimately don't trust me, kind of. That's, that's not true. The sound I'm of jokingly it is like ultimate. Like you ultimately don't trust me because you got to know that in that situation, I'm not going to do anything wrong. So why are we even? Go on, edit the back. See, he's being funny about this whole homecoming thing. The second go to homecoming. I can't <laughs> so, go to homecoming. So, you, so, okay, so imagine. Never been. He tells me all these stories about his life in college and all the things he used to do and turn up, and they'd be like, well, I want to go, I want to go and do that again. No, I said, I want to go to homecoming. Well, you essentially saying you want to go do no, that again. I said, so I'm, I'm like, no. Is that what I said? I'm not going to put you in a position where you, you get, you Yeah. Get Why do you ask this question first? Because this would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to go to homecoming. I, I can't try go. I to order them joints. <laughs> she might go with you. She won't like it. Yeah, see, he keeps saying she won't Mom, like it. Why can't go? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't say she can't go. I just said she won't like it. You're not going, so it's not even a problem. <laughs> but, Xavier. But, but, but he keeps talking. But he has these whole stories like, yeah, we are boys. We used to blah, 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 blah. Okay. We used to do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I never been to my college homecoming. But he keeps saying what they used to do. And we so used to I'm party. Like, we used to keep Yeah, it. you're not going to go and do that again. <laughs> That was your past. But she can go that to CMSU. Was, that was your past. They go to their homecoming. I didn't tell you I was starting and bopping and CMSU. I didn't tell you I was starting. So. <laughs> oh, my God. But so, anyway. So, ask your question, though. <laughs> what was the question? Ask question. I think you can leave your penis at home. You can go. Yeah. Oh, no, this is a different question. <laughs> That, that wasn't I don't the even want you to leave your penis no, at home. Because no, he said if you feel that way about, you know, you said you, you trust him. That's why he can take his penis. If it feels detachable, he oh, can take yeah. it. But he said if you feel that way, then why do you always say like, that women, chick? Yeah, oh, that chick. It's not, um, it's not you I don't trust. It's yes, that her. hoe I don't yes. trust. Because we know we, men can be yes. weak at times. That and us question. as women, we know, thing yeah, we know how to get you to a point where you become super vulnerable. We know how to get men to a point to get you super vulnerable. That's just like if you mad at me and you go to bed mad. I know exactly how to position my body to get you to want, <laughs> to get you ready to have sex for me. And it's when just you're supposed to be you holding out saying? for sex for marriage. You get what I'm saying? So women know. know how to get you in a position to fuck right. up. But I can't go to homecoming. You get up at this homecoming thing. <laughs> we feel that strongly about right. it. Go ahead and go. Right. I dare you. I'm cool. going to How about that? Let's turn up. One last thing. Once in the bathroom uh, type shit. Uh, we got our couples got to get out of here. They got like things it. they gotta yeah, do, we gotta go. I got to do. But one last thing I want to say is uh, communication is important in your marriage. And I'm not speaking like when you have a problem with your mate, the phone is your worst enemy. Do not pick up that phone and start texting if it's a very important problem. I had to tell Miko that I'm one time. I'm guilty. I had to tell <laughs> Mine is still guilty. Th- and and yeah. it's to your advantage. Women, it's to your advantage if you don't text us. Because when we get, if we're not expecting that when we get home and then y'all just throw it in our face, we ain't got no time to think about no answer. We ain't got nothing. You know what I mean? And then yeah. when you're texting me and I text back and it's not how you thought, it was like yeah, I didn't. I wasn't saying it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not saying it like that. Here. You're so mad. You're so stinged that you're okay, taking it how you, you think it was. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Pages That's real. So you must. I think communication, like me and Nico talking in oh, each other's face, like in in person. I guess. I think that made our marriage much better. That helped with our marriage. You know yeah, what I mean? Being able, in person. And I wanted her to be comfortable, like Baby, being able to talk, talk to me face to face. You talk to me. So. uh uh, one more thing I want to say. Uh, if the Gants can say a prayer for us and they'll pray over these marriages one time. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and we're going to close this thing out. Let's do this. Oh. Your hands cold, honey. All right. Well, Lord, first and foremost, we just thank you so much for this day, Father. We, um, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this platform that we have here. 
um, just to serve, Father, and just just to be your servant and um, and do your work, Lord. We definitely don't take this for granted, um, Father. I ask that you bless every every marriage that's represented here today, Father. Bless our households, Father. Bless the husbands in the household, Lord, so that we can continue to lead, um, so that we continue continue to hear from you, Father, and lead our families, Father. Bless our wives as they are our helpings, Father. They are the best things to happen to us. And based on conversation, we really do love these women, Lord. Um, so we just thank you for them. We thank you for life, Father. We thank you for love. And I just pray that these marriages thrive, these young marriages. Um, we thank you that we have like-minded people around us, Father, that we can look up to, that we can... Um, hear from, hear different perspectives. Um, thank you for our shepherds. Thank you for our um, ministries that we are a part of, Father. We thank you for Avery and him, for him allowing us just to be here in the barbershop to have a place um, to do this, Father. And more than anything, we want you to get the glory. Um, so we pray that you get the glory, Father. We pray that your will is done. Lord, we love you. We thank yes. you. All these things we pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, Dad. Avery's Barbershop. Uh, and we pray, Lord. Remember following the Growing Gants <laughs> on uh, YouTube and uh, Instagram. Follow Loose Loose Hairs. Loose Hairs. Loose Hairs on Instagram. Loose Buy some of them got products. Got a new product line out. Go check her out. Have your hair on fly. Hey, help me get to homecoming. Help. <laughs> I've been trying to get this product for two weeks now. And I ain't got it yet, but we ain't going to tell the podcast that. And again, we could have talked to y'all for hours about know, this we stuff, did. but we got things Look, to do. Did. This this <laughs> mug could have went on for two months. Shit, this is like three we parts should. right here. But all right, y'all be cool like how y'all be cool. Save it for the podcast. We yeah, look. A monthly marriage company. That's dope. Valentine's Day special. That's it. Uh-oh. Hey, you know you gotta save for the podcast.